0: On the new podcast American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream, like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And then some cars now have like a knob, like a dial. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, just got to turn it. Yeah, I've seen that, but yeah.
2: this one is is like uh, the fucking it's yeah, it's it's similar to like putting down a window. This weird sort of pullback button where you pull your finger back on it.
1: Do you think Neil and that
2: puts it in drive and park or whatever or uh, reverse? Do you
1: think like the Link Volt, if Neil like completed the Link Volt project, would he have hand crank windows?
3: <laughs> Probably. Everything else is like everything's analog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I prefer hand crank windows. Oh yeah? Yeah, they build up my guns.
1: Yeah, you do have impressive huh. guns I mean, they're not as great as Russ's guns but We haven't
3: done a gun check in probably like seven episodes yeah. yeah, it's been a while He's retired the gun check for the jacket
2: Well, we're not on Zoom calls anymore <laughs> oh, That's true, thank God <laughs> yeah. People prefer the jacket anyway, I'm sure They can't see my guns, and my guns aren't really that, uh, that impressive
1: nah, I beg to differ, Russ Your guns <laughs> are very impressive <laughs> Thank you, Mike Yeah, they are I appreciate you appreciate that. Were you fishing I, for that? You I have no, that? no. I was. I, I have no qualms in saying that. I'm very <laughs> secure in my sexuality, but I don't think yeah. it's wrong where I can compliment another man on his physique.
3: Yeah. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I'm not very secure in my sexuality, and I'll say it. Your guns are garbage.
1: Thank you. Well, you're his brother, and you've Mike been living Shoe. with awesome guns your whole life, and I can see how <laughs> resentment can build no, up. No, these over the guns years. are new. I'm, oh, new guns. Yeah,
2: they're they're new. They're new. Are they
1: leased, or do you own those?
2: These are these are owned. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. These are these are 2020 guns, though. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> that could mean a lot of things. I Yeah, I've only been sort of working out daily this year. I try to, but it's, you know, I don't know. I got around to it this year.
3: That's good to know. Now, but when I, you're loading your guns, do you bite the bullet? Yeah, I sip
2: back a raspberry whale cake. Mike shoe brought uh, brought uh, brought some yes. new beers everyone. Raspberry whale cake. Raspberry whale cake. Whale cake. Yeah.
1: The, the, the the album we're going to cover kind of that's what I wanted to drink with this album as opposed to the margaritas with American Stars and Bars. I'm
3: liking that Mike is just bringing different uh, themed yeah, alcohol d- themed per yeah. for the, whatever the album is. <laughs> I kind of I kind
1: of I Plus was like is, I want to do that you know, now. This is
2: like not that uh, Crosby has anything to do with this album. No, but no, but... Whatever. Whales. whales. He has a lot to do with whales.
1: Yeah. And his mustache, specifically, has a lot to do with whale bone. <laughs> the whale bone I, I realized, too,
2: because I... Tony... I was working the other day, and he was like, Oh, play an episode. We had this other guy working with us who's, like, an older guy, and lo- he likes Neil Young, and he's like, Play an episode of the podcast. I was like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> but like... Do t- you really like Neil? Then you don't want <laughs> yeah, to listen to Yeah, and then I... I started playing an episode, and I realized, like, there's so much shit in here that doesn't make sense unless unless you've listened... Back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. like, to almost every episode, and I'm like, shit, we should probably try to, like...
1: You know what we should do? I don't know. And this is... It might take just a little
2: while. We should do a fucking... A glossary. (laughs) A glossary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mike Watt did this. Or a previously on... Previously <laughs> on Long May You Young. Oh, no, you I like that. You gotta do it. You, like you, do, it, you, you, like, just,
3: you do like I you literally really like put like in that. an edit yeah. of all I'm the bullshit pre- from the... <laughs> but none of it is uh, will you know, help you at all. at all. It's not
2: coherent at all. It's just <laughs> rambling bullshit. That would be a funny it's idea. It's like <laughs> fucking Neil Young. That'll whale be on whale whale the next bone. episode.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it would be like previously on Long May You Young. Gun check. This song's about cum.
1: Whalebone cum. that's right. Semen. Sperm with fedora. What?
3: I want to fuck the shit out of birds. Neil Young is not sexy.
2: Whatever. It's just
3: you know just to catch people up yeah
2: yeah just some that's like loco a Laco laugh yeah. or something just whatever <laughs> the gracious <laughs>
3: youngster himself
2: yeah but it, yeah, but, it, but it was funny go like on, playing man. it for someone who like a random episode i think we I, it, yeah i think it was the nils interview that i had i put on and i was like oh fuck if he he has no idea what this is yeah. you know like it's, I uh, think it's just
3: sometime in the next few weeks i'm just going to post just the interview i think that'd be like a yeah. something to do just sure. So people don't have to wait so through the, the bullshit. Right.
2: It's, it's thirty <laughs> minutes in. The they're still talking yeah. about <laughs> semen.
1: What the fuck? Where's well, nails? That, that, yeah. Well, that one was the na- nails. Who the fuck is nails? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's get into it, man. Let's. <laughs> we're already doing <stewing> it. <laughs>
3: Where we mostly talk out of our ass While going through the works of Mr. Young It's Mike Shue and the Condon boys Trans and Harvest and Lenoise We're gonna sit and listen to each
1: We're pretty sure, still, we are the only Neil Young-themed podcast on the planet right now. I mean, I've looked.
3: I really hope so, because you say that every I know. Every time. I'm just going to say it. Well, people, you
1: know what? There's There are businesses that say they're the best all the time. That's right. And they're not necessarily the best. I'll
3: say this, too. We got the best slice of pizza around.
1: Yeah, that's right. Come Absolutely. <laughs> we make the best su- Italian subs around yeah. here on Long May You Young. So my name is Mike Shue, and along with uh, Luke and Russ Condon from the band town meeting we uh, cover Neil Young's uh, we're covering Neil Young's musical uh, catalog uh, by release episode by episode it's a it's a long and uh, and painful trudge towards you know, the, the album that,
2: and painful trudge. The album that we're all
1: really looking forward to to really covering <laughs> and that would be you know old ways so um, really yeah I don't
2: know. <laughs> well, Timmy, that's Timmy, another member of our band.
1: Oh yeah, is he going to come on for that? He likes, he, he loves
3: old ways. He I want, thought he that's wanna, the episode. He wants. I to I thought be he'd with. want to come on for this, but he was didn't want to come on for this. And I, I kind of don't blame him. You have know. a, you have a, a You're negative vibe. Off negative. Yeah, you have a negative vibe for. Comes I like time. this album. You like? Th- I mean, I do I like? I kind
1: of feel what Luke is feeling. Maybe not as I did at
2: first, but, but um, I feel very now that I'm in. Now that I've done a bunch of listens through i I dig it i I feel fatigued by this album i don't know you know what makes this
1: album a lot better marijuana (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) wish smoke a big fat bowl of weed Uh, and just put headphones on and you can hear all the like this is like him going back to that first solo debut album Mm -hmm. he he went back to like he used like six different studios for this He used a bunch of different musicians. He did a bunch of overdubs, except for a couple of songs. You know, this is everything... Remember, we were like... This is like the Stills Young band album. We are like, this is everything Neil hates. Why the fuck is he doing this? Yeah. And it's because he loves throwing the curveball. To me,
3: this felt like... It felt like... It felt like practice for Harvest Moon. Does that make sense? It felt like he was trying to recreate Harvest. I don't think he did it at all. Mm -hmm. And I just...
2: There's definitely songs on here that are very Harvest Moon-esque. Yeah. But, yeah. I, f- I, but Harvest, I love Moon Harvest Moon, is Moon. better.
3: Agreed. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. something. I'll just say it, this album didn't do really anything for me. Right. This is g- going to be hard for me to pick a top three in a different way just because I, like, nothing really stood out to me. Like, one or two songs. He doesn't have any songs about going down on a woman. He has no songs about semen. Do you know what I mean? It's just. I hear you, Luke. I know those are those
1: are subjects very close to your heart. My
3: favorite thing is when I'm, I'm talking <laughs> closer to Luke's heart. And oh Mike- yeah, yeah. Rush. Let's switch
1: gears. Talk about some other Canadians. And, but
3: Mike thinks I'm really like ramping up to a good point, and then I just I know. Yeah, ruin no, Mike, it. Oh, Here
1: we go. Yeah, sperm. <laughs> it all goes see, back to the seed. You can
3: see uh, his eyes. How annoyed he is. It's yeah. really great. Oh my god. Uh, no, it just it just didn't do it for me. I don't know. That's... I I
1: feel the same way. I'm not you know as excited about this album as a, as I was the last one, American Stars and Bars, which I really really love. And I actually, yeah, that, that's I a... actually shut this one off a couple of times and put on American I did the Stars same thing. and Bars because I, I, I was like, I just want to have some fun.
2: You and... wanted
3: to saddle up the Palomino. That's right.
2: I wanted to do that. I wanted to bite the bullet. I was pleasantly surprised by this is an album I had heard before. American Stars and Bars, I hadn't really heard. Comes a time I like the song. Comes a time, so I had I went back that, yeah, a couple that, of years ago and listened to the album. It's a great song, and, I, and I, I, nothing stood out to me like Luke was saying. But with American Stars and Bars, when we did it for the last episode, I was like, man, I like this album. This is a, fucking, it's a fun you know, album. Yeah, it's fun. Even side
1: two, which is a little yeah, more it's, introspective, a little more mellow. You thought it's, this was it's really fun? interesting. No,
2: I'm talking about American Stars American and Bars. Stars, okay. But this one, I there. The first time I listened to it for this episode, I, I wasn't blown away, and I'm still not blown away. I'm not, you know, you know you Hurricane. Know right. It, it isn't really... Deep, yeah, there's
1: though. nothing on here that's, that's hurric- yeah. like, up to the par of, like, Hurricane or, you well, know, you know any, any like Cortez or any of the other epics. No. Up, up, you know what yeah.
3: kind of annoyed me, too? Not annoyed me. I, so, me and Russ have covered... The song comes a time a few times. It's a really fun song to play, but I had only ever heard the live version he's done. Yeah, which is way it's not it's it is it's way different. I think it's better. I like I like the live version much Wait, better. Now, than which this.
1: which live like you, it's solo acoustic from? or is he have a whole band?
3: I can't remember. Uh, I think it, he's got a whole band. I don't know. I, it's not I, I, like I don't
2: this. even remember what album it's from. But there is a live version that's that's really good. I think it's him acoustic. Okay, yeah. just him. Yeah.
1: Well, that's how this album originally was supposed to be comes a time was another like the the hitchhiker album you know it was supposed to be just all him solo acoustic he recorded it all at this little studio in miami called triad and um and
3: florida
1: yeah he went back to florida a place that he he never really has good things to say but i guess that's where the evening coconut was docked <laughs> and he uh, spent
3: all midnight on the bay. Oh man, that's these right. Songs.
1: That's right. Had some frozen banana drinks. There was a shark over there. And then that shark over there said, "Hey, do a solo acoustic album." <laughs> but I get, you know. And then this is what everything about this is so unneal. So he did this solo acoustic yeah. album. He went back to Florida to do it, and then he brought it to the record company. They said, "Well." We'd really like you if you worked with a band on these songs. And he went, "Okay, very unneal."
2: Yeah,
3: why would he ever agree? He has n- right a history well, of see, never agreeing. The you
2: can't even say, "Oh, that's Neil and that's not Neil," because Neil is so yeah right? Neil that you yeah, can't yeah. do yeah. even do that. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
3: He's like meta on meta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just the circle just keeps going oh, deeper. Fucking deeper. meta Neil, man. Fucking. meta. You think F M F M
1: N N F M N N N. Fucking met a Neil man. It's like teenage mutant.
2: I never fucking met a
3: Neil that I didn't fucking want to. No. Well, can we before we
1: deep dive into the album here? Can we go through some of the social media stuff? Yes. Because in the last episode, a listener. Dan Moshpit. That's right. A listener of the podcast named
3: Dan Moshpit. I was really hoping we weren't. And
1: we we. You know, it sounded like we were ripping him, but we were just having fun with his name. Well, he got back to us. <laughs>
2: yeah, he was playing along. Yeah, yeah he,
1: lo- he actually loved it. He said that podcast made his year. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, <laughs> he said, uh, he-, he tweeted back at us, the uh, Long May You Young he, Twitter feed is at Long May You Young. He
3: turned down Five Finger Death Punch. That's right.
1: He's, <laughs> he took the, yeah, the Five Finger Death Punch out of the CD player. <laughs> took
3: his Oakleys off. He said, hello,
1: Long May You Young. This is the one and only
3: Dan (laughs) Moshpit. All caps, right?
1: Yes. My jacket request would be a recital of any section of Midnight on the Bay. Thanks for the love, guys. And then in parentheses, it says, in parentheses, it says, grabs Oakley's and starts flexing. (laughs) <laughs> Dan Moshpick you're the, you're the one bro Oh that's awesome Alright
2: what should I do okay. Midnight on the you're Bay You're the jacket
1: Midnight, You gotta do Midnight on the Bay Something from Midnight I'd on the Bay I'd say it's Jackets
2: choice
3: Now was
1: that the song That was your guilty pleasure On Stills Young Band on Midnight Long on may the you Bay run?
3: And uh, Ocean Girl Oh god really Ocean Girl Yeah uh, but Midnight on the Bay Was the one mo- It's
1: not like an ironic Like oh this is so bad It's good I wish I really Maybe like it Maybe
3: it is a little bit that No Stills is like that Like honestly like I want to make love to you. Like oh yeah, that. that's that song. It's you so can't bad deny that it's how, ki- it's kind of good.
1: It's it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah.
3: But no, Minute of the Bay, guilty pleasure you know, for sure.
1: You know what? This album that we're going to cover comes a time. I think this is what that Stills young band album would have sounded like, without Stills. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe how about this? <clears throat> without all the cocaine, Stephen Stills did.
3: Okay very controversial opinion here okay i liked neil a few of neil young songs off of long may you run more than i like most of the this wow album. i don't agree with that wow
1: well the song long may you run well that's a great
3: song the heart wants what it wants no i'm i'm not even talking about that song and obviously that song you
1: I think midnight is. on the bay is better than yep really yep jesus even my cut track I know, me too It's no. way better than yeah. Midnight on the Veil Speaking of which, let me get to that request Oh yeah, Dan okay, Marshpit. so here's uh, This is a uh, by request <clears throat> a from section. Dan Marshpit, brother Here we go Explain
2: the voice though this is the, the voice from uh, Back to the Future which, 2, which for Mike those of you who don't know. still hasn't seen. No, it's, it's no. A fan. This, I'm in no rush. My vo- this voice is a fan favorite, I guess, now <laughs> of, the, of the, youngsters. <laughs> the youngsters. Youngsters are what we call the long Me you young fans. Right, right. We've got to cover all this shit now because I'm like... We don't want who, people to get lost. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so here we go. This is a section from Midnight on the Bay. Okay. All right, here we go. What's this I see? There is someone coming, walking right up to me. She tells me I know your name, and if it's all the same, I'd like to spend some time. And Midnight on the Bay sure feels good to me.
1: Oh, yeah. See that, just that was better than the entire fucking original song on that album. I don't, I
3: Maybe not. even the whole album, listen, except for Long May listen, You. Listen, I. I You're entitled to uh, your opinion. I'm I feel like, I, I, mine. I'm I, feel like I need to take a shower. Ah. Oh,
1: man. Dude, listens, man. You just you just fulfilled a request for one yeah. of our listeners. That's awesome.
2: That's for you, Dan. Thank yeah, you, we, Dan. you, Dan. Where you, Dan?
1: Thanks for
3: being a youngster. Marsh Marshpit. I am. I am noticing because I don't look at the Twitter or Instagram often, but I'm on the Facebook m- probably more than the other two, and I'm, you're starting to notice some of the youngsters, they're definitely becoming resident youngsters. They're definitely yeah. rising to the top.
2: I got a friend request from Matt Polly. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. He's like, he's I mean, like a high-level young- youngster. It, yeah, check it it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of uh, youngsters who don't want to be called youngster, <laughs> I uh, rehearsed with uh, Adam Morin. What another original young? You stick. jammed
1: with Adam Morin. Wait, yeah, he's he gonna. Playing you, guys you guys got over your. He's
2: playing with reader Remember, I'm in another band. <laughs> um with You your, got over your differences with my buddy Zach and his wife Alyssa, and um Adam Morin's playing bass with us. Oh my god! Yeah. We're oh, playing- he plays bass. Yeah, man, he's a bass player. I, I, he probably plays other shit. I, what is he playing? Toast? Is he the bass player in Toast? I think he's a guitarist in Toast. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a talented guy, man. He he plays the bass really well. Yeah,
3: but can you justify his solos?
2: He didn't have any solos so I don't need to worry about that. But um, listen. But 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 I just wanted to say that Adam Morin is is a is a good dude. Okay. I like and Adam if you Warren want to
3: say lot, anything to Adam Morin about any of his opinions about Neil Young pod, pod podcasts, no, about any of his opinions on Neil Young Go down to uh what is it? It's the twenty ninth of this 29th. month.
2: It's at it's at well right outside of Strongstyle Coffee. Outside of
3: Strong Style Coffee in Fitchburg, Massachusetts, if you happen to be local. I mean, and
2: if you want to come see town meeting, we're playing on August twenty second.
3: That's right, we're playing this Where? weekend at Hollis Hills. Well we're in Fitchburg. It's a
2: restaurant.
3: Oh, that's right. there's a restaurant serving food and right. we are Very happen good. to be there playing yeah. live. We just
2: happen to be there. You're just yeah. gonna show yeah. up just and get start yeah. playing, right? Yeah. That's right.
1: Good. Um, but no, you w- got to eat your food, but once you're done, you have to leave. <laughs> that, is a, that, is a, that is like one of the rules. Is now. that one of the rules? Like you can, you can order a drink if you order food, but once you're finished with your food, then you have to leave.
3: I, I don't know why every restu- restaurant, in air uh-huh. quotes, doesn't just buy a popcorn machine. And just bring everyone popcorn and just right. keep that bowl full.
1: Yeah. The ground round used to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, the ground round,
3: yeah, the ground round did
1: that. they had the pop free Soul popcorn. School, yeah. Yeah, it's such
3: right. a good idea. It just it keeps you thirsty and it keeps yeah, especially saloon food. I I, I understand
2: I understand indoor shit. I totally get it. Right. But outdoor things that are you have enough room to be socially distanced and the venue can make it work and I just I don't. I
1: don't. uh, What I don't get is the facahta rules of if you're a restaurant who occasionally has like some dude playing guitar, Mm -hmm. like you can have music. But if you're a live music, if you call yourself a live music venue, you can't have live music, even though you're probably better equipped. Or even if you socially like,
2: like, like you were just saying, even if, even if it just means okay, we're gonna serve popcorn. Even if it just means here's a bowl of nuts. I mean, if that's like, why not? Why can't music venues do that if restaurants are doing right. it and they have a guy Wait, playing? Or, or even it's, just the weird rules. Why do music venues have to fucking go under right now?
3: It's, yeah. right. it's brutal. Yeah, it's it's awesome. fucking Absolutely. brutal. Every week we hear of a new one. Yeah, like yeah. places that we love. And, and there's TV already Hall, so few Great Scott, that gone. book like original
1: music. Yeah. I'm not talking cover bands or yeah. tribute bands. I'm right. talking bands that write their own tunes like and play us. their own stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what sucks. There's not a lot of venues already that book bands that play their own music and now there's going to be less.
2: It just drives me nuts, especially at the top of all this. Everybody, especially in a time right now, wants music. Everyone wants entertainment. You know, you're at home, whatever. People want to be entertained. People love music. Music gets them through times like this. Yet at the highest levels or even the middle levels, it's not shown any kind of appreciation. People don't even really buy music. No nobody buys music. People barely want to pay ticket, uh ticket price to go see a local band or, or even a bigger band or whatever. You know, some people will pay thousands of dollars to get some kind of VIP seat for some band that doesn't need the money. But my point is, everybody wants music. Music is getting people through these times, the arts in general. But you know what I'm saying? We're, we as musicians doing a musician podcast. This is the point I'm trying to make. So when everything first started happening with coronavirus i was so overwhelmed by that because then there was all these like quote unquote grants and all these things where you could get relief for right. if you're a musician but then you know you'd go out and, uh you'd go on you try to find out which ones work or whatever you go to try to get some of this relief money and uh it's all for you have to have like a grammy you have to have like yeah, all of, this super ridiculous recognition that like there were some really good you know, ones
3: that helped that definitely helped yeah there
2: were definitely them. some but those all ran out in like two seconds yeah. And you had to like do all this stuff to prove that you're, you know, whatever, some kind of level of musician. And like we have a lot of stuff under our belt. But, you know, I wasn't getting through any of this stuff. And then so I started my own thing because I was like, my friends are suffering and I want to try to do something. So i like collaborated music and dance. And uh, that was called Sound Hive Collective. People can find that. We're, we're going to do other stuff. But I just, you know, to to this whole point. Of what we're talking about here, I I think there's got to be a better system for that. And like you yeah. said, Shu, why do like how come music rules venues? Are, yeah, yeah are, it's, are just rules are it's just bizarre. T- all what is that's it's about- saying to me is, oh, music is not appreciated. Music venues, right. you don't matter. It you what, you're done. You, you know, what, know, like you know music venues, fuck them? off.
1: That's from lobbying, Russ. Yeah, yeah. You know, restaurants have probably a better system of lobbying their elected officials than say a live music venue does. Yeah. You know, cause there are more restaurants that are super successful that make way more money than any like nightclub right, right, or yeah. band or live music venue would, you know, but it's just, that's, that's what it comes down to. Well, to you know, what's, what's more, more valuable to the people yeah. making the rules. And,
3: yeah. I, and I, I'm sure there's reasons that maybe I just don't understand, but to me, it's like, I went out with some friends to an outdoor uh, place that served. It was a, re- a restaurant, mm-hmm. but we, we just wanted the drinks and they, the waitress said, You have to order food. You have to order food. And yeah. I just, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So we ordered nachos. Right. And just put them in a to go yeah. box because we had all, our, you know what I mean? I did
1: the same thing on Sunday with my wife. We went down to our favorite bar, Nick's in Worcester. Nice. Shout out and to Nick's. What's up, Nick's, Kelly Square. And uh, they have, you know, they've always had these big, you know, soft pretzels. So we got one of those. I didn't mind getting one, but if we wanted to drink. We had to get food. And another really just ridiculous little thing, you can sit at the bar, right? As long as there's, like, you know, distance between each person. The bartender can't serve your drink on the bar. The bartender (laughs) has to walk around the bar and hand you your drink from the other side, not over the bar.
3: I don't... uh... I don't also don't want to. Re- I also what's don't want to. I don't I know
1: what the reason
2: is. It seems it's like that's a, more. That's it seems more. like they're just
1: doing it because they can.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you know what
2: of, I mean. I don't. So I'd, also to don't to, I'd also want to be the people that like complain about Corona. Right. Like, I, and I feel for people who are actually suffering. Right. I feel absolutely. for like the 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 frontline medical workers yeah. and, and all that stuff. But what absolutely. we're talking about are businesses. Right. Businesses and musicians
3: yeah. and these people are suffering too. Right. You know, yeah. it's it's they're hit, they're, yeah.
1: they've hit hard times. Yeah. So that's absolutely. why we had
3: to start doing this podcast because we needed extra money. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people know this. We get paid. I don't know about you guys. I my my uh, Your long may you young check is yeah. That's is fifty Gs a week. That's nice. Is that what you guys are getting? Or uh, I get Gs.
2: A- no, what did I get? Oh. Graham crackers.
3: I got a raspberry whale cake. <laughs> Graham, no Graham Nashes.
1: Graham Nashes. <laughs> I get one Teddy Graham Nashes. No, I get one handcrafted whalebone comb <laughs> a month, and I don't even have a fucking. I whale don't even
2: Nash. get that, listen, man. I
3: got your raspberry whale cake. Ba- no, I'm gonna listen, need half of that. Me and back Russ, Russ. And, me and Russ are <laughs> I going only get broke. Half of it. <laughs> me and Russ are going broke. We can't afford alcohol, so we concocted this podcast idea. So right. Mike would bring us so different I alcohol every different, week. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even like Neil Young. Who we didn't. Even know who he was before this yeah, podcast started.
1: <laughs> According to Josh Dolan, a former president of the United States, Neil Young. Oh,
3: wasn't it a former senator? No, it was, well, was it a president?
1: It, I think he said president.
2: <laughs> so Josh Dolan, for everyone who doesn't know, isn't right. A, yeah. yeah, that's a, we're gonna refresh <laughs> our. So, Josh Dolan is a
1: friend of the Condon brothers. He grew up in air with them. I don't like this. Uh, I'm on a podcast with him. Air is a Breaking town Uters. in Massachusetts.
3: Yep. With yeah, me and right. Luke are from Massachusetts is a Commonwealth. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs>
1: We're better than everybody else, you know, uh,
3: <laughs> i.e., the Boston Tea Party, the beginning of the nation. Uh, just watch Hamilton; you'll you'll kind of get the just yeah, of this podcast. That's right.
4: All right, anyway, we'll get we'll to, anyway,
3: we get the back media to social stuff. Yeah.
1: We're talking social media it, with Longman. Yes, again.
3: and I'm getting to some of the more like prominent youngsters. Okay, Matt Polly and John Locke. John but Locke. this is a Facebook message from Matt, and this is where I disagree with him. I actually normally tend to side with Matt, but this one, he said, "Man, I can't wait till comes a time." i think it's the best country neil album top to bottom even more than harvest yeah as great as that is
1: Hmm. you know what i i'd say this is more country than harvest is because you got those two definitely more those two jack nietzsche orchestral things you know in the middle of harvest
3: it's more country i guess but i (sighs) it's definitely more country it's more
1: country it's more folky You know what I mean? It's like Harvest had the country stuff. I think everyone calls that because it has a couple of tunes on there that are very country. It's got Ben Keith's gorgeous pedal steel all over it. Well, this one does, too. Yeah, this does, too. But I'd say this would be a more country album. I don't don't know. This one
3: just it seems like it seems hokey or something or like.
1: Right there. No, I agree with you. Look, there is like a um, what's the word for it? It's like. On purpose, some yeah. You know what something I mean, what's the word I'm looking for here? I think I, I don't know because I've had a whole whale cake. <laughs> Me not
3: smart. Yeah, it
1: sounds so bad. I had a whale cake. We're gonna I get had like, a whale. We're cake. gonna yeah. get green Yeah, I was it. gonna say <laughs> they're eating whale cake on their podcast. We want them dropped.
3: There, there was a, a Rolling Stone review of this album, and it, I think it, I can't. I'm gonna have to look it up at some point. Was, was it, it the, the Grill
1: Marcus one because he hated it?
3: it might have been but it, it it was like kind of it didn't it wasn't like a nasty review but it was definitely not a favorable review and this album i think was very well received when it first came out it, it was, you know what yeah.
1: um it went number 7 on the charts it outsold every other album in between this one and harvest in the first month
3: is that cuz neil himself grabbed the first two hundred thousand I don't know that's a good question and And
1: that's such a great Neil story did
3: you see that he used them to
2: single uh, to shingle his barn roof or something? well the legend for a long time
1: was that he he went out on his ranch and he took shots at him with a shotgun So they couldn't be played, but I, I tend to believe that he used the machine. But he did actually roof. buy two hundred. He wasn't happy with the sound. Yeah. Remember we talked about Zuma. Well, and Well, he him remixed and this one himself, right. too. Yeah. yeah. Remember he this is the this is Neil, like he's always been. He's always been, you know, hardcore on the sound of his records. Remember the the story of him and Briggs driving across the country and yeah. stopping at record stores yeah. and just listening to a random copy of Zuma to make sure it sounded okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always and then you go. To, Farther you know, in the future than that, you go to Pono, you know, and, and someone's day future. <laughs> right. The <laughs> <A> self tying <laughs> Nikes, you know, which I'm sure Neil had a hand in. Yeah.
3: This is real heavy,
2: David. We can't cover time traveling vampire Neil because then we'd have to backtrack and tell everyone where that came from. Yeah, I don't think we need to explain anything. <laughs> I'm getting tired yeah, of the shouldn't. explanation. We should catch,
1: catch yeah. it on our we explain, on. Yeah, just listen
3: to the other. If there podcast. are any references you don't get, just hop back to the first episode yeah. and listen to all. Start yeah. 33 hours of the podcast yes. that we've and, leave already a, done. and leave
1: a five star review. Yep. Feel free to ask us any questions about what we're talking about on yeah, our social absolutely. media. Yeah, you definitely. know, at Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram, and then. Yeah the Long May You Young Facebook page, which I fear now we might have to get rid of since Neil is oh, yeah. totally we disowning s- Facebook. We
3: got some uh, Neil Young news. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he wants to get rid of Facebook because he feels that they're, you know... They're I, don't, the, I mean, I don't really disagree with him. No, <laughs> but. Uh, no, but uh, to me, Facebook is so user-friendly for me. Same. And it's a great way to keep in touch. Personally, it's a great way for me to keep in touch with friends and family so if something happens... You know, we all know we can get in touch with each other on Facebook. Yeah. We might not have phone numbers or anything right. like that, but yeah, Neil wants to wants to totally get rid of it. Fa- if you signed into the Neil Young Archives with your Facebook account, you're gonna have to change that. Yeah, you know. I'm glad I didn't. You can't use the
2: Google one either. Yeah. Oh yeah, Google he's getting one. You can Google just too, put right? you can just put in your you just put in your email now. You just put in your email and password. On the, but yeah, he he it's done. He got rid of it. Right. So you know what, for the Neil Young. You archives.
3: know what sucks though, like that login does the login suck
2: no no, no. i just i was just finishing uh, my thing i so people knew what i was saying
3: so i i try to be very like socially conscious because i you know um, i feel like i try to be a decent human being and you know neil young also very socially conscious there's nothing i just feel like no matter what you do you're going to be a hypocrite not that this is an excuse to not try But I had a buddy of mine tell me, and I don't know if this is true or not, but he's... My friend who's pretty knowledgeable about stuff, there's no way to buy a fair trade smartphone. If you have a smartphone, child labor has been involved in the creation of that phone no matter what the brand is. Yeah, Isn't that crazy?
1: Well, so you can say the same thing for clothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, unless you're like... You know, you're you have the means. You can buy clothing that's handcrafted here in the United States, but you're going to pay triple or quadruple what you usually pay if you go somewhere like um, Kohl's, yeah, right, or TJ Maxx or wherever. You know, because that clothing is cheap, and we can all afford that. But it's all made in China, right? You know, and China has a horrible. History of human rights violations, and it's probably involved some kind of labor violations, also. Yeah. In the making of your t shirt or your sneakers yeah. or whatever, your hoodie, whatever you're wearing. Your mm-hmm.
3: fo- your phones are all usually cr- created or somewhere in like the South Africa region, I think, because of the cobalt mines or something like that. Yes. Yeah. And so it's just, it just, it just makes you feel really fucking defeated. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah,
1: but uh, you got to be realistic. Yeah. Like, you should you should eat and drink things that are grown locally and support your local I'm farmers, grown. right? Yeah, right? But yeah. Oh God, really, that can, makes that sound really, so much better, actually. Can you do that? I mean, can someone... Like, I can see if someone who's who's making a lot of money can eat healthy. Because right. eating healthy is expensive.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. You know? Well, yes and no. We grow our yeah. own vegetables this year. Shit ton of tomatoes and shit ton of Zooks.
1: Did you grow enough to feed the entire family, though? No, we...
3: Yeah, no, no, not even just as close. tomatoes and zucchinis. Tomatoes, zucchinis—that's all they've been eating. A couple cucumbers. That's it. Everything yeah. else went it, bad. It, I'm it, just saying it's, it, it's, more, it is, expensive to, it it's more expensive. It is because of how to be a good person. Yeah, but homegrown's all right with me. Co- a good it, consumer.
2: It. I mean it. Uh, it is because we're so conditioned in our capitalistic society, and how things have become, with you know overproduction and and. Um, You know uh just just all that shit man we've grown up in in a culture where that is what we what we're left with where uh, eating healthy is more expensive because of how the you know the farming industry and and just all the stuff that neil kind of rallies against um as far as bringing light to those things we're left with sort of the bones of this weird monster you know this capitalistic thing which has benefited a lot of people because oh it's cheaper and whatever but it's definitely not good for you you know so right we we have uh, we have health issues in this country we've got all kinds of problems so it's a matter of just like where do what do you do you know and then and then i think
1: about neil young just being like
2: gotta tear the whole system down yeah well
1: you know (laughs) you gotta be realistic about it though you know I mean this (coughs) you can only do and consume to your ability like you can only be a good consumer to, to your ability right
3: I, with
2: with what with the with system that have. we have. I think right. Wh- That's what I'm saying. What well, me and is my it,
3: wife were trying to say is like we're just trying to take small steps every Yeah, which is good. Yeah, you That's
2: can. That's great. It's it's you, do, do. Yeah. you
0: do
1: what you yeah. can. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it contributes. But it's it's like you can't be 100% you know, a good person.
3: It sucks though because you can be c- a the, good the, wor- enough person the world in could in this moment. Yeah. The world could like these pro- like an apple product like they're made from these ho- like horrible like child labor situations but then you look at the ceo of apple and you're like oh there can't be some kind of evening of this i don't know mm. no but, not that i want to go saying. down this road on this podcast yeah. but it's well, just, like you know
1: what fuck the man who keeps you there that's
2: what i'm talking you know about. what i'm
1: saying it's
2: a town meeting uh, there god, meeting god lyric.
1: damn right it is fuck no i
2: agree i think it's just it's just uh, i think what you're doing there uh, like you said luke little steps i that's how i'm trying to be for my own like personal sort of self growth and evolution is just how in in each moment can i try to be as like present and loving to myself and others as possible and if i slip up like ah fuck well i'm not i beat myself up for that shit in the past that doesn't do me any good how about i just say man i did it again all right let's let's keep going let's try better next time and just in in each moment how do i try to be the best fucking yeah.
3: so not all of us can afford to just buy 200,000 copies of our own record right
1: <laughs> so basically you know what we've been saying in the past what 10 15 minutes is that we're still going to keep the long may you young facebook page yeah. yes yep despite neil getting off of facebook <laughs> all right let's uh, can i read some stuff from reddit cuz the yes. people on reddit are are seem to actually really enjoy the podcast okay so i got to get on reddit i yeah. guess um, this uh, from uh, M.F. Smitty about American Stars and Bars. Interesting that they, he says, interesting that they mentioned Homegrown should have ended side one. I bought this album on cassette in the early '90s and didn't have it on vinyl until ten years later. The cassette version has each side ending with Homegrown. Oh wow! And that definitely shaped how I experienced the album. I always thought that it was intentional, like he was making a weird statement.
3: Hmm. Was it the same version on the end of each?
1: Yeah, apparently. it's I did not know that. That's so. That's kind of. That's an interesting point of view. I kind of like it. Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of cool. (laughs) I would like that. American
3: Stars and Bars is, I think, it's become one of my favorite albums.
1: Me too. It's a fun. It's it's a fun album, and it's you know, like I said, that side one is great. And side Side two, two two, it just gets in your head, you know. And then he goes on to say, also, the production is pretty lo-fi on this record. I always thought that if it had the Nashville production. Of say comes a time, then it would have had the attention and the hits he puts in quotes that these guys are talking about. But
2: then about. we might not have felt the same way about it. That's true. I don't know. You never know. It's, it's one of those one of I those prefer, conundrums, right? I
1: prefer the sloppy one take Neil Young. Agreed.
3: a hundred percent.
1: more so than like say this like comes a time, which or the first album, which is like a lot of overdubs and studio yeah. work. And I'm that's just me. There's so much Neil I, that you can I prefer you know,
3: Danger Bird to Lotta Love. Ten times out of ten, really? Yeah, I, sure. I have no love for for it's that. It's gonna song. take a lot of love. <laughs> so it great.
1: takes a lot of love. Well, I'm, we'll get to that because yes.
2: there's a very famous version of that too. There is. So, but I don't.
1: Did you uh, have more Reddit stuff? Yeah. One more thing yeah. here. This uh, uh, FitXA6 on the Neil Young subreddit on Reddit. Thanks for the podcast. I've been a huge Neil Young fan for years, but. It's been a while since I listened intently to his albums in full, and I feel like I'm falling in love all over again. Uh I've developed a bit of an obsession with Don't Be Denied, the live version from Wembley in 1974. Mm -hmm. I also want to come to the defense of the person in the first second of the episode who said, I did make Russ and me wait until the mics were on and was incorrectly corrected for using me instead of I Someone owes him an apology.
3: I don't remember that. I don't either. Was it when we po- when I popped the champagne too early?
1: Maybe this is he's t- what is he talking? Uh, no, well, is he? This was the on the beach episode.
3: I don't remember. I don't remember that. either. But he's probably I mean, talking about me. So fuck you guys for getting on <laughs> me about whatever that was. Thank you, Reddit guy. Yeah, That's how Luke works. There, there you, you go.
1: Were.
2: Thank you very much for listening. It has to the something podcast. to do with me. Luke's probably giving me <laughs> shit about something.
3: <laughs> I get, first of all, I told both you guys to go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Second of all.
2: (laughs) What was I just going to say? Well, I think this one, this album as well, I think he enjoyed doing the country thing. Like, I think American Stars and Bars, he was, was, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. This is kind of fun. And he kept writing,
1: or he had other country songs maybe just... I think it fit for the songs yeah. that were country on American Stars and Bars for what he was trying to say. I think yeah, that, and I think he wanted that, to
2: take it a little further. And and uh, well, like you said, the the production and all that stuff came later. And when he yeah, first wrote he it, it this was to just be solo him. acoustic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I, I was also thinking. Well, we we talked about a little bit how you know because Nicolette Larson was, excuse me, was uh, involved with American Stars and Bars big time. Mm-hmm. This one even more so. She's a prominent feature in this. Well, I in this. Whole they were album. also, they were also, I was also, gonna say, they were boning, probably. Yeah, they, right? well, they were
1: also, yeah, yeah, they were also seeing each other. And I believe that he, pardon my boning, he, um, <laughs> I think he almost used her like another, like, instrument. He played her like a guitar. He, like, like I think he developed this relationship because yeah. it enhanced the connection. Like Nicolette Larson talked about the way they recorded this album, and that they used the same microphone, and they would look into each other's eyes. And she would, she said she was constantly trying to guess where he was going with that. But their relationship kind of helped with that. And, you know? and
3: didn't weren't they broken up by the time this album like? Yeah, was it released didn't last very was, long. They That's were so torn. weird. Yeah. I also didn't know that "Lot of Love was on this like when we talked about it last week I thought "Lot of Love was just her song I didn't know that was on this album at it all. actually
1: they came out at the same time because her album Nicolette um, was delayed so the albums ended up coming out at the like same the time you mean like the nicotine gum <laughs> Nicolette mm, <laughs> she keeps me from smoking um, well, and you
2: had said that she she heard a demo of "Lot of Love" and well, that was Neil that, wasn't into it because that was that cassette to, story I yeah, talked
1: about yeah. last week. He was sitting on the floor of his car and she yeah. picked it up and put it in the tape player. And, and that it's came so on, weird to and, me that that's one of the crazy horse tunes off this
2: album. It's one right? of the one, it's one of the ones without her. Yeah, she doesn't sing on uh, with him on that song right. on this album, but then she goes on. To do her own version of the song, right. and it becomes like a fucking smash oh, hit. Oh, it was,
1: it was a big-time hit, and yeah. it had jazz flute in it. So you know it was... Right. You <laughs> know, It had that whole, like, <laughs> 70s soft rock production on Can
3: it. Can I read a little bit from this Rolling Stone thing? Yeah. Um, so it says uh, this album took four producers and ten engineers, uh, presumably, and it said it must have taken forever to get the sound unbalanced properly. All of which ensures a certain disappointment in this case, because comes a time is neither a knockout punch like last year's American stars and bars, nor a wildly idiosynchronic cracked triumph slash disaster like Zuma or on the beach, a restrained and modest set of love songs that traces a long affair from first light to final regrets comes a time is an unsurprisingly personal sensitive offering more like after the gold rush or harvest than any other young LP though without most of the innocence of those two enormously popular records. It's a pleasing, clearly commercial piece of work that's defended from slickness by Young's insistence on playing out of tune, skewing the levels of the vocals, <laughs> and singing without much affecta- affectation. Comes a time isn't deep, it's not threatening, and Young can't have intended it to be.
1: That's Grill Marcus. Is yeah. that the one? That's yeah. Grill Marcus, I, yeah. I
3: agree a lot of, with a lot of the stuff. Yeah. He, he goes on and on, too, and I think I... right. I feel the same way. I don't know. I
1: understand how you feel, because I feel like that about some of the stuff on here. I don't feel... Excuse me. Are we boring you, Rush? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the whale... Whatever. Um, it's the whale cake knocking you on your
2: ass? Yeah, the whale. Geez, it's only 5%, whatever. man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Uh, uh, there are songs on this album that I, I enjoy, and um, I, I guess overall there's parts of that that I agree with, but I wouldn't be as harsh to it. I don't know. But I'm like a diehard Neil. Let me so a, I,
3: let me ask you both of you this. So this is the 10th album. The ni-
2: isn't this
3: the 9th? No, this is the 10th studio. studio covered. The it's the 9th studio. When you go on Wikipedia, it calls it the 9th. Because they don't include Time Fades Away because that was, uh, wasn't a studio oh, album. Oh, okay. But it's the 10th release. Right. Yeah. Is there any album before this that you would put you would put this better than any album before it? Uh, uh, oh. mean, meaning, do you like comes Yes, yeah. Really?
1: The, debuts, the debut album.
3: More than the first album with Old Laughing Lady and The Loner on yeah. it? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah, I would.
3: I don't believe you.
1: Yeah. no. You, despite those songs being great, the ones you mentioned. But it's even not, and last not even Trip just to Tulsa. those two
3: songs. Last Trip to Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa.
1: To Jeez. me, though, those are the only re- redeeming qualities, really of that first record. What about
3: Emperor of Wyoming? Well. No, not even just that. I do have a thirst. <laughs> no, but there's uh, a <laughs> yeah, whatever. I might too. You would you put this over yeah. the first album? I would say this is this is some, a better I album. I have
2: some guilty pleasures on this album, man.
3: Oh man. I just I get I, just, I guess I just don't get it. I, I don't know. Well, no. I, no, I, I don't
2: I, know if I'm not making that full shoe stand. I don't think I'm not going to right now say that I would put this above self-titled, but would you put it above anything that he's done so far? Mm, that would be the only one that I would
3: maybe do it for.
1: Okay. Yeah, that would that'd be the only one.
2: To
3: me, it's no. Yeah. There's no question. There's nothing. All everything else, it is miles above this to me. Wow. Yeah. It just, and I don't. I don't mean it to sound harsh. Well, I can just we get like, into it then? Where are we? Yeah. Can
2: yeah. I get a little background. Do we have any other stuff? No. Okay. Well, let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. Comes
1: on. a time from 1978. Like I said, it outsold all six albums. That's All wild. the six albums that came out since Harvest. I can In, one, in the first oh. month of its release. That's so wild. Did they yeah.
3: include the 200000 that he bought?
1: I don't know. That's a very good question. Because that seems because not that's, unfair. Because that's how the record... Before SoundScan, that's how the, the business went. They would order... They based the charting positions and sales on orders, not actual sales. So if you had a, a record store chain or whatever, you were whatever... It seems like that should definitely not count. If you were Sears, because Sears had a record department, you would, as a distributor or a label guy, you would try to get them to order as many as possible. And then, or you get them to agree to a number on an order, and they'd say, we can't handle this many. And they would say, that's okay. We can stick them in a warehouse on a dock in Red Bank and just let them sit there and say they were sold. Wow. Until SoundScan, that's how it went. Wow. So you could artif- easily artificially boost sales of albums before SoundScan. There was all down. kinds of shady shit like oh, that yeah, back then, man. Down, man Absolutely. With, like radio DJs and oh, shit. Oh, Paola was Paola, Paola, a huge thing. And even though there were laws against Payola. I listened to a
2: whole podcast about Paola. That oh, Paola. crazy. We had to sign. You know, Have you el- heard about, you know about Paola? Yeah. yeah.
1: Alan yeah. Freed was the guy who yeah. they, he ended up in jail. The guy who coined yeah, the term yeah. rock and roll, who played it on the radio first. He oh, was wow. taken. You know what he did? Just a quick example example of Paola, so chuck berry writes a song like say hail hail rock and roll i'm just using that as an example so as musicians you guys know the money isn't really in album sales it's in publishing
3: what is money right well from music yeah. i don't know what that is do you know what he's talking no, about no we've never so seen you that.
1: publishing that's where the money goes in so and that's you know so if you want to use your song for a commercial or everything like that you, it's, it's the publishing rights, yeah. right? So what he would do is he would make the artist sign an agreement saying I will own the publishing, but we'll put your record out and you can get a certain amount of the sales or what if any. And then what he would do is he would get other guys who pitched in to make the record yeah, so, so his local, name was on the writing credits oh, right, right. Oh, exactly as well as like but a,
2: mostly he
1: did it with black artists right right he took it was yeah. super racist it was oh, absolutely. like crazy he racism. took advantage yeah. of black artists because they just wanted to they just wanted to tour yeah. and it was and like and a play. big motown but so not only that he yeah. would take guys who would contribute so you would have alan freed's name in the songwriting credits yeah. next to a guy who owned a like a used car lot Right, you know, in yeah. Cleveland, that he right. got to give money to right. towards the project it's and so stuff crazy, like that. So crazy, man! Yeah. Yeah. That shit's nuts. But yeah, so, so why, what, why did we end up talking?
2: Because we about were about it? talking about the album sales. All right, but, yeah, two hundred thousand. But, the but 000, him doing yeah. buying the But yeah. I, my, what I think maybe is, is that Ben Keith, the the god here, who I love yeah. Ben Keith so much, but. Ben Keith helped produce the first album where Ben Keith helped produce. Right, and Ben Keith also produced Jewel's "Pieces of You," which is was a fucking astronomical smash oh, hit. Oh yeah, gigantic. So maybe Ben Keith just is, that the, one, a, is that the one with? It's like it's a, all of the, it's all yeah, the Jewel songs you know yeah. are on that album. Yeah, yeah. This it's gigantic. is You're absolutely right, Russ, because and, ben, and Ben Keith produced that. I mean, it's if, a great anyone, album. if anyone,
1: if yeah. anyone knows how to make. A hit record it's Ben Keith because yeah. think of the ones he's played on right and with everybody yeah you know but I it's mean,
2: also so weird that he's on like tonight's the night and shit you know right I mean, but just, he wasn't producing that, right no, you know yeah. he wasn't
1: now Neil, Neil gave him some control but, and, but
2: then he produced um I'm sure he's done he's produced others but I know for a fact he was a big part in producing Harvest Moon and that was also a, a hit
3: Harvest Moon is great. I actually so, can't wait to get that. Yeah, that's a, that's an
1: that's
2: excellent. A great album.
3: This album made Love me almost album. jump to Harvest Moon, but I thought I don't want to go ahead. So then I did the same thing you did, Mike. I dipped back to American Stars and Bars because mm-hmm. that album is so fun to me. And I don't right. know. Right. Anyway, but did you, you have- know he he
1: he did? You know he liked he. I think he wanted this to be a commercial hit because yeah. it was the last thing. People were expecting.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That's what I that mean. Time. That's why it is yeah.
2: Neil. You say, well, we, right. can, we can say things like, oh, that's so not Neil. But I'm
1: like, yeah. But that's what that's Neil is. That's Neil. <laughs> yeah. let, me, let, me, let me read a quote from Neil. He sure. said, I like when people enjoy what I'm doing. But if they don't, I also like that. I sometimes really like <laughs> aggravating people. Fucking
2: Neil man. <laughs> Fuck right? Neil. That's
1: fucking Neil man, right? Hashtag FNM. And then on this album he said, I was going one way and needed to move in an entirely opposite direction, and this was kind of a release. I get that. So he'd been doing the the thing I love about Neil, that kind of ramshackle one take, you know yeah. giving the you know, giving the banjo to James Taylor and you know all that stuff and he'd been doing that and now he's just swung the pendulum the other way totally you know I and and, so I'm gonna use the studios I'm gonna mm. use the session guys and you I'm, know.
3: I'm not taking anything away from the songwriting or even from the the recordings or the performances themselves I'm just saying personally for me they did nothing they just didn't do anything for me but I respect Neil's decision to do that to swing mm-hmm. that way and I don't know it just that's how it happens sometimes you just have an album that you don't connect with and this was i think it's because i've been so dialed into every single one of them and mm. that this one it just didn't snap with me or something right I don't
1: know. well that's i think that's the beauty of his musical output yeah is that along the way we're all going to like um when Loko was here yeah. And the you, gracious youngster, the gracious youngster Laco, And he, and he mentioned, um, everybody's rocking. Yeah. And I think you guys are like, Oh my God, that sucks. And Locko was like, I really love that album. And you know what? I really love that album too. And so that's what you're going to get as you move along, that's what yeah. I love about Neil Young's catalog. There's stuff that's going to like, you're going to be like, you're scratching your head or it's going to drive you crazy. You're like, why would he fucking do that? Yeah. But then there's going to be that one thing that like a mm, hurricane, yeah. Yeah. you know, or old laughing lady where you're just like, Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't help but love them. So every time you put something out, I'm going to go to it and roll right. the dice. You yeah, know, and that's totally. exciting. Yeah. You know, some people, you know, and I'm not dissing ACDC. They definitely have a formula. And they stuck to it and they were very successful. And some people want that. They don't want to be challenged too much. You yeah, know? you're but saying
3: ACDC is for stupid people. No. We know what you're saying. No, get it.
1: not at all. It's <laughs> for people who like to turn off the smartness for a couple hours and just drink some beers and fucking dance with no pants on. <laughs> What? Is that right, Dan Wait, Moshpit? You got it, brother.
3: What are your Tuesday... <laughs> I like having the brother. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't develop this character. Please don't give him a backstory or whatever the hell you Dan guys Dan Moshpit are... just got some spotlights for the super dude. Yeah, Tour. Dan yeah. Moshpit. He says turn
1: off ACDC and fucking rock with
2: your yeah. cocks so <laughs> out. Stop
3: getting as brother. involved as you are with the creation of this character.
1: Best album, the Who Made Who
3: soundtrack. Dan Moshpit doesn't like carrots. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Vegetables?
3: Stuff. Fuck that shit. <laughs> nope, I do enjoy cauliflower. Stop. <laughs> Enough Dan Moshpit. I make
1: cauliflower <laughs> burgers.
3: Have you ever tried With cauliflower casserole, brother? Dan Moshpit doesn't becoming use Hulk shoelaces. <laughs> he uses fucking Velcro, brother. He's just becoming Thunderlips. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> thunder How much <laughs> do you Thank think you. Dan Moshpit eats? About 202 pounds. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. That's You know
2: what else he is? Oh, fuck. I'm going to forget the name of it. What's the dude from fucking Spider-Man? The the, uh...
1: the editor? No, no. Mr. Jameson? Oh, no. The movie? Yeah. The wrestler? Yeah. What oh, was that Yeah, guy's... yeah, yeah. What was who, his, who was his name, name in the movie? Fuck.
2: I was such I a big remember. fan of that movie, too. That's, the, that's the,
1: the who I envisioned, Dan it. Moshpit.
2: Uh, oh, it was... Uh, what was it? Sawbones.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. right. Sawbones that's right. is ready. Yeah. Dan <laughs>
1: Moshpit is like Sawbones <laughs> with, <laughs> like... A friggin' so. Patriots, a Patriots hat on.
3: <laughs> Is he? He's even from here. Is he right. even from
1: here? He's got a sleeveless hat, Patriots hat. He's got on. a sleeveless tap out shirt, <laughs> and uh, and he's got like a super giant chain on his. Uh, what are those fucking jeans?
3: I know exactly. I was trying new to new era of, or whatever no, they're, no, they're called. I'm no, what, are they? to, you know this, what they're the, called. They're the same jeans that that guy wore in. Uh, fucking Tiger King that fucking yeah, exactly. Guy, yeah. he's got
1: a giant chain but it's not attached to a wallet it's just attached to another belt loop
2: <laughs> what are those the fucking I can't think of what they're called they're like thank the bedazzled god. ones or whatever yeah thank god Ed Hart yeah. no not Ed Hardy
1: or not yeah Ed Hardy's right. in that same thing whatever and fucking Von Dutch how
2: did we get to that what were you talking about who oh how we get
1: ACDC yeah. ACDC But are, I saw I love, this really
2: funny meme of uh, like a jukebox at this place and, and the sign said something did Sarah Lynn post that someone posted it, it was like um, Play anything you want, just don't play ACDC. D C yeah, fuck? yeah. We're that. not
1: joking. Don't I actually do like ACDC. DC. Guys, I, you got to follow this formula, all right? And I've been saying it for years, and it's any ACDC album plus case of beer equals party. I mean, okay? yeah. you're,
3: you're not wrong. You
1: just combine the two, you play it wicked fucking loud. But
2: you couldn't have this kind of a, a podcast with ACDC.
3: You might be able to. No, I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't be as. It'd be like, yeah, Hell's Bells, man.
1: There wouldn't be a lot of mm. questions.
3: Yeah, this song's about <laughs> Satan. Yeah, <laughs> They're there's,
2: not all there's about two, wait, Satan. There's I two hits. <laughs> there's two hits on the kick Satan. drum in this song.
3: Gun, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Phil Rudd, come on. Yeah, this song <laughs> no, no, no. was Phil clearly Rudd. written. Speaking to be of speaking of drummers, it's sporting. events. Yeah, come on Uh Speaking of drummers, remember right. Russ Kunkel. Yeah. From On the Beach. The, yeah. the, uh He was married to Nicolette Larson. Was he married oh, to her? Oh, yeah. Before Get all that? the fuck out uh, of here. She, they, um, there's some, did you guys see this Nicolette Larson shit? No. So she died of, from brain swelling. I saw yeah, that, Which is yeah. tragic. She was married to Ross Kunkel when she died. Oh, really? She dated Weird Al, everyone. no. You did not way. know this. You didn't see this. I swear Holy to God, I didn't know this. Nicolette balls. Larson dated Weird Luke. Al. Luke. Why is Weird Al not on this fucking podcast <coughs> yet? Shoe is
3: fucking dragging his ass on it. <laughs> at He's face. so mad. At you. I like. I know. I like. Oh, fuck you. After after you got him going about the Italian subs last week, I'm like, it's really fun to get shoot going. Um. It is to see him mad. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I can't believe there's an actual Neil Young connection. I Isn't know. that
3: crazy? Neil Young
1: is That's Eskimo Brothers with Weird Al Yank. I, Nick, I can't imagine like Nicolette Larson after hanging out with like Neil Young and that whole scene. And I bet then you like,
3: Weird Al pulled it down.
1: I bet you. You know what it is? Weird Al makes the ladies laugh. Yeah. And the ladies love to laugh. And I bet. I bet Neil's the same way. Neil's a funny
2: dude. You he know? is a funny so dude. So it's yeah. probably the same sort of thing.
3: I bet you Weird Al cleaned up. I bet you he just like when he first started cleaned taking up. off. I'm sorry to sound like a fucking barstool <laughs> douchebag, but he, like, I'm sure once fucking uh, that first Michael Jackson parody album came out, I think it was even worse. He probably just fucking just swept the floor with women. Him and fucking David. Washed the walls with and them Him and David like Briggs. Briggs.
2: <laughs>
1: Washed the walls with women. Just
3: saying. Listen.
2: <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, man, I'm con- I'm I'm making sure here. There's there's a wow. if you Google like Nicolette Larson and Weird Al, you, it's confirmed. Or I she, love
3: Weird Al. I mean, there's no yeah. Weird Al's awesome. Weird Al, fucking, and he yeah, still of rules. We all love yeah. Weird Al. He's, Weird Al
1: should be doing the halftime show at every Super Bowl. Oh my!
3: I would watch football
1: again. And you just bring he should he should be the one that brings
3: on the guests. Weird Al, fucking, rules. And every every era of Weird, I, Weird Al is is hilarious. Mm-hmm. From just, back in the I, day, I, the I Demento th- th- days. To, like, Al TV, to UHF.
2: Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy
3: Bang Bang, even. The shit that he's done recently. Did you see the the Conan episode with Weird Al or listen to the Conan one with Weird Al? The podcast or the show? I don't remember. But Conan did some shit with Weird Al. Did you see the Funny or Die thing, the Weird Al? thing that they did that uh Aaron Paul played Weird Al yes <laughs> I didn't oh my god see that. that sounds
2: so, great that's excellent yeah that was, was very good so I just funny. thought it was nuts that we have an actual connection yeah. now with with right. uh, I had no fucking I can't Neil, man. Again. Again. yeah isn't that wow. nuts
3: it must have been after Neil though
2: I don't I'm not
1: yeah
3: I would have oh, yeah.
2: so because this was I would, this was the this seven she you went know, this from Neil 60,
3: Young to Weird sorry, Al sorry
1: seventy seven when did she date Neil? Yeah, I mean uh, Weird Al. or well, she I'm talking in about in was the, this was uh, this during like, she
3: died when she was 45. Yeah, in the that 90s. was 97. Nin- 97. Right.
2: She probably dated him in the 80s. Yeah. So guess. she
3: pro- so she did Must have must well, have had her thing with Neil first. Uh, made a lot of love and then maybe. I wonder if she sang backup. She on made a lot of love. To stuff. This she <laughs> made a lot of love to Weird Al. Surprising. He probably snuck in. and Was like, I want a parody. Why am I doing Neil's voice for Weird Al? I want a parody. A lot of love i want to call it a lot of bugs. I'm going to spray a lot of bugs. It's a... <laughs> oh, it's a next... Can't can you see him pitching it to her? And then she just has sex with him. <laughs> She's like...
1: <laughs> That's the worst idea I've ever heard. Take off your clothes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't made it till
2: Weird Al. Perch That's right.
1: That's when songs. you know. Well, she, That's when you know.
2: She uh, started... She got married to Russ Kunkel. It says uh, 1990. Oh, so wow. After Weird Al.
3: So Russ Kunkle got
2: Weird Al's sloppy seconds. Come on, Luke, Sorry. man. Stop that.
3: I fucking love Weird Al. I want to do a Weird Al podcast. Then Let's
2: stop just... being vulgar. He's not going he to can't. appreciate that. No, he won't. He's
1: unable to stop know, being vulgar. Not.
2: It's
3: my outlet.
1: Yeah, so she, she's I would assume actually, it was the 80s is my point. She actually referred to this album as an album of duets. Well, because she's almost on, the, on every go, song.
2: If yeah. you go yeah. on the Neil Young archives and you play through the songs, it appears on on the thing yeah. And right. yeah. as Neil Young and Nicolette Larson. Right. Very surprised. almost all, Except for the ones that are either Crazy Horse or Gone with the Wind. Was, right. Um, Very,
3: yeah, whatever the
1: hell he the Gone was. Gone with, with the, the Wind, yeah. Well, that's what, you, you know where that is. came from. Ben Keith hired a bunch of musicians. Oh, a ton. Yeah, yeah for this. J.J. Kale is on this yeah. album. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the guys who played with J.J. Kale are on also, this album. Also,
2: yeah. not to do this, but to go back to Eric Clapton real quick. I thought he was going to say com- Weird Al was on fucking, this album. Eric Clapton is a complete ripoff of J.J. Kale. Oh, absolutely. And he'll yeah. he'll be the first to admit yeah. that. I will say. But if you listen to J.J. Cale, K- J. which not a lot of people even really know who J.J. Kale is, because you mostly know Clapton and whatever, right. But they'll all attribute a lot of... Yeah, absolutely. And then you listen to J.J. Kill and you're like, yep, (laughs) Clapton is just doing J.J. Kill
3: Was it it you or someone else who sent me? I'm pretty sure. It was in some article that I was... It wasn't Margot Price, but it was someone like that who wrote something like, I met Eric Clapton... And he's a racist piece of shit. I don't care that I he wrote Layla. Send,
2: I didn't send that, but that's great.
3: <laughs> sorry, this, sorry, Clapton fans. You're not going to find any love on this podcast,
2: except for the one where I was trying to do it, and you were like, "Well, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." And I was like, "No, okay. Luke, I
3: didn't turn into <laughs> Kermit the Frog."
2: Well, wait a minute, Luke. I mean, wait a minute, Russ. <laughs> Kermit <Kirby? laughs> tonight on the uh, Clapton
3: show. Well, he's got
1: he he's got like Ben Keith. Well they got Tim Drummond. Yes, I was going to do know, on Tim Drummond. But yeah. he hired some really great guys. I mean Rufus Thibodeau please. Yeah, I was going to talk
2: about Rufus Thibodeau. That's a all cool over character this album. too, man. Yeah. And and,
1: it, and he it's he really ca- he's would, got that he's like a, a from New Orleans. Yeah, you I was can tell say, he's in New Orleans. He's got guy. that Cajun yep, style in his playing and stuff. he decided not to you, go with you, Rusty you,
2: for the fiddle for this. Yeah. You had talked about Spooner Oldham before too, right, I think, yeah. and he's on. He's uh, and
1: he's played on a bunch of great like soul recordings, like yeah. Percy Sledge. He's played with Aretha. When you Franklin look up the guys, stuff. like you
2: said, Rufus and and then Spooner, there's they really are some. There's some talented fucking guys here. Oh, yeah. there's some talented but people here.
1: The whole Gone with the Wind thing comes from Ben Keith hiring all these guys, and he thought Neil would kind of go through them and hear mm-hmm. what they had to contribute. And Neil was kind of like, "Well, let's just have them all play at the same time."
2: <laughs> that's a fucking Neil, man. You know, that's right a there. total, yeah.
1: like, Neil move right there. So, yeah. And some of this stuff, you've got, like, three or four guys playing acoustic guitar, you know. Like, especially... Yeah. I think they're all playing. Well, it's I'm so weird back. that you
2: have J.J. Kale. And, I mean, we're talking about fucking J.J. J. Kale here. Right, right. And you don't even really notice him in the album. I think the only one I really spotted him was Motorcycle Mama, which I'm like, that must be J.J. J. Kale playing that electric there, you know. Mm. Everywhere else in the album, I don't really... But this album's so weird, like that. It's yeah. And then when you do hear the orchestra, it's like okay, yeah, that's cool. But it's it's weird that there's so many musicians. But it's yeah. A lot of the songs don't have don't you don't know not that you don't notice it, but it's just uh, it's they're gone
3: with the wind, man.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's wild. Well, Bobby Bobby Charles, uh, the guy who who Mm -hmm. had a hit with See You Later Alligator, um, was not on the album, but he was hanging out like with Neil during a lot of the recording of this and they asked Ben Keith, you know, what did, what did Bobby Charles contribute to this? And, and he said, he rolled some really awesome joints. <laughs> that <laughs> you know, that's pretty much, it's kind of like, almost like Rusty, although Rusty did play it on the beach, but he just added some vibe Yeah, yeah. to the sessions. You that's know? Cool. I think that's what Bobby Charles did on this one.
2: Are we, do you have more? You want to, yeah, actually
1: okay. this, kind of started out the seed of this came from an idea that neil allegedly had of making an album and naming the songs after other people's songs what so that's what you know that song um well going back is named after someone else who had a hit with that that same titled song but you know little wing it's like the first track on hawks and doves So I I, when I first saw that I thought oh he's that's Jimi Hendrix yeah Yeah. no he just named it after the Jimi Hendrix song (laughs) and so he was going to do a whole... this is kind of weird Alex he was going to do a whole album of songs (laughs) with the titles of other people's songs but they're different yeah and they're different completely different songs
3: (laughs)
0: weirdo
1: (laughs) Neil right (laughs) Neil. like okay. Sail Away was another one and that's like that's from Randy Newman's tune Sail Away and or Sticks come on no that that's true later yeah. though no, wasn't I hear it? you I hear you on that mm-hmm. come no, Sail Away Sticks was
2: around that time no Sticks I know but seven. I wonder when that's on ah, it doesn't matter that was late that was around this time I think yeah that's what I'm saying but yeah. I feel like this was probably
3: first maybe
1: yeah maybe I don't think it matters it doesn't matter
2: frankly it doesn't
3: youngsters <laughs> I don't give a damn
1: yeah oh very good <laughs> a great <laughs> reference nice Thank Thank one you. You. excellent Thank reference to a really racist film very racist film. way to go. Have you got? Do you guys have HBO at all? Yes. Have you have you seen the disclaimers for Gone with the Wind and no. Blazing Saddles?
3: No. Gone what?
1: with the Wind is like the one. It just explains that this was made at a time when this kind of language was acceptable and stuff. The Blazing Saddles one really kills me because they have to explain the joke, and when you have to explain the joke, yeah. it's not funny <laughs> it's anymore, lost. right? Yeah. So it's like you know the 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 thing with Blazing Saddles is. The people making all these racist comments are the people that are of small minds. And that's, you know, right. why I was turned around. So they do and that accessible. now and with so- like Django? No, you know, they, w-
3: they will in a few years. Yeah. yeah,
1: probably. Django will probably have its time. But I was just like, OK, so you have to explain the fucking joke. Well, you know right. what? Don't even watch Blazing Saddles. Don't worry why don't about you
3: go it? watch your fucking
1: earnest movies? Okay, don't you you shit. Don't life. shit, on, don't Ernest. You shit on, on Ernest Watch your fucking. Ur- have your comedy spoon fed to you like that. Don't shit you on know. Ernest watch Mike, You. Jim Varney was great ground as, here. as Jed Clampett, but nothing else. Come on, we, uh, we got to pause this. So we we got to uh, beat yeah, the this shit is, out of you. This is not good. Fuck the Ernest movies.
3: Are you are you, You're
1: joking. No, they're they're garbage. Ernest
3: Scared Stupid is a goddamn masterpiece. No. Ernest goes to jail. Should
1: have got an Oscar. I can't. I couldn't make it. The the, the two or three movies I tried on, watching. Man, he I plays two
2: versions of of himself. Come I on, make Mike. It. You no. are
3: you are fucking, no. fucking wrong and an idiot for Those not liking Ernest Goes to Jail. Come on, hey, how about the-, the
2: classic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> rimshot I, rim <laughs> I think i like it better when you do it because <laughs> the beard goes back and forth
3: it's really fucked up looking i can't believe you just did that
1: dude we grew up on
3: ernest so i got a sweet oh, I'm spot i'm sorry then. i got a sweet spot, sorry. spot yeah for, you know what mike ernest. fuck off with They're, your ernest hating also it's
2: it's a weird it's a weird thing where i i'm i'm not i, I mean it's not even really my place but Ah, eh, whatever. Fuck it. I just as far as I thought as, you were gonna shit on shoe. For, no, 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 no. You're gonna say Mike Shoe hates Slinky I was, just, say, talking about, it, I was Slinky just talking about giving dis- disclaimers and stuff. As <laughs> far as I don't know, the arts is is a different thing, and and um, I think you have to take into account certain certain things. You know, Mel Brooks did did uh, gave. A lot of jobs
1: yeah, I don't know It's just uh, Well no, no The joke was That the people That were making All these racist comments And stuff Were yeah, the are fucking the shitheads. Were the yeah, racists Right you, know? and, and, you should know that And like yeah. And, and uh, what's his name Cleavon Little Was that his name The guy from Blazing Saddles ex- Would explain to Gene right. Wilder's character Yeah you know, So he was like, that was the, that was I, the yeah, conduit was So you don't need of the, the disclaimer. disclaimer fa- it's already there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you need to have so it like, explained yeah, to you, you there, don't but watch also, the fucking movie. Yeah,
2: but I, I'm just saying, it's also like, you know, we definitely need to figure out a way of making sure that we deal with racism. But, yeah, that's a little bit like, all right, my, my, I don't know about my that. My favorite take
3: on, like, the majority of this, and I feel like he said it about something else but sums it up, is, the, is Ari Shafir. Remember when Shane Gillis... The comedian. Did you hear about all this? He was supposed to be on SNL. Oh yeah, he but was he, the guy
1: who was shitting on Chinese people.
3: Yes. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but he said it on a comedy podcast, right? And he said it like. Did you
1: hear his actual comments?
3: I heard the whole episode. Okay. Did you listen to the whole episode? No. He was making fun of like New Yorkers who shit on Chinese people. Like, do you know what I'm saying? And again, I know you're an Asian American man. I'm not. So if you are offended, you're not like, Asian American. Um, Believe it or not, I am not. Wow. You definitely look it. But what I'm saying is, like, if he if he's, he's saying it on his podcast, he knows that the mics are on. He uploaded it. He got it mastered. He put it out to the world. I don't think he had any ill intent. Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm no, saying? No, I
1: understand what you're saying, because it's, it's something that people forget about in situations like that. Right. Like me. I didn't hear the whole thing. So right. I don't have the context. Oh, and yeah. And that's what it's about. It's about... It's about intent. It's about
3: context. He was, he was like doing it's this, also, this yeah, version you're of like these New Yorkers who just like <laughs> these like, rich white New Yorkers who just shit on anyone and just think it's okay. It was, it's, right. anyway, we don't have to go down this road. No, no I, I, it, I don't care.
1: I'm fine with it. I, 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 he, uh, are the youngsters fine with it though? They're waiting to hear about comes a time. Are they? <laughs> I don't know if they are. I'm not. <laughs> are they still with us? We should no, actually hop kidding. into we it because we're over an hour here. And- Holy fuck, yeah. really? Well, yes, let's we- get right. Let's get
2: into it right all now. Right, well, I'm
3: going right. to pee while you play the song. Okay. I do like this song. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I do love this tune. When Russ comes back, we should just act like we've skipped through all the songs. I'll just play "Motorcycle Mama." I'm, I'm down with that. I do.
1: I do. I do love when the bass kicks in when they kick into the song. Oh yeah! Not this part. This is yeah. nice too. But yeah, when it when it all kind of yeah, because it, it's time. totally like '70s soft rock FM yeah. radio.
3: Yeah. I don't know what the song's about at all.
1: You know what? You know what I think this song is about? Should we wait for Russ to talk yeah, about it? Yeah, let's
3: wait. Okay. Then we can do our stupid bit about motorcycle. Actually, you know what? Let's not do that because it'll take two hours. It's going to take so long. We need to start shortening these a little right. bit. Yeah, we do.
1: So this is the entire Gone with the Wind. Or I don't know how many people are playing on this song. He's got like eight guitar players on here. And yeah. If you ever saw the Heart of Gold concert film, mm. it's, it's like that. He's got like I eight guitar players. It, but... Okay. And he's got like, you know, vibraphone player, keyboards, you know, yeah. percussionist, drummer, fiddle, yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, so... You know, Ben Keith said this was like how Frank Sinatra would cut records with a full band orchestra and they would play it all live. And he compared it to that. Like yeah. he had all these guys playing live, you know, in the studio all at the same time.
3: Yeah, I, this, if I had to pick a top three, I know this is in it. I think I know Comes a Time is in it, even though I don't really like this version of Comes a Time. But they're really the only two standout songs for me on this whole album. And I do, I like this song. It just, even, even the way it, I, uh, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to say what I'm thinking.
1: Hey, Russ, if you really, I mean, sorry, Luke, if you really don't like something, it's not like we've been shy about saying that That's on true. this podcast. I don't
3: like this album. I don't like it. I don't know. Okay.
1: No, I understand because I don't, I'm not crazy about it either. Yeah. Like it's not, it, it, like I said, the only one that, that I would put below it at this point would be the debut. I just, I know? feel
3: like it starts with this song, which I like. But it to me, it never picks up. It never gets anywhere. I don't musically. I don't think he ever like gets off the ground. I don't know. It's just my own. Is he personal flying too opinion. close to the ground? I think he's flying too close to the sound. Uh. To the sound. What? So we're
1: talking to Russ. We're talking about motorcycle mama. Yeah, I was we're, just peeing youngsters. Yeah, we went oh, okay. through all the songs. Yeah, we already, already gone through all yeah. the songs because we're running low. So we're on a motorcycle mama.
3: Yeah, well, so that's you have about five, so. five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> no, what do you think of it? Yeah, what do you think of it?
1: Yes, no. Thumbs up, thumbs down.
2: Motorcycle Mama.
1: Where'd you get the pizza?
2: Inside. You want a slice?
1: Do you uh, have any pizza left?
2: Yeah, I'll get you one. I'll get you a slice. Okay. Because well, I don't wait. really care let's... about this album. So. Okay. <laughs> no, go get him a slice. You can tell me what you guys
1: just talked about. Yeah. Well, we're actually, we're, we, we're waiting. We're talking about going back. And we we're waiting for you to come back to talk about what you think it means. Because Luke says he has no idea what this song is about. And I have a theory on what this song may be about. It makes, it makes sense to me
2: it's like a after dream. I read
1: about it. A dream about what?
2: <clears throat> well, that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: like he's saying, I'm, go- I wanna- I'm mm-hmm. going back where I have nowhere to stay. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? I got to look at the lyrics. You know, what I, you know what I think it is? I think it. this is a, yet another song written about the death of the hippie dream. You think so? Yeah, and, and to this day, Neil has, even though he's, he's written several different songs about how the hippie dream is dead and it's gone away and there's no real hippies left and stuff, he still clings on to that dream because it's a dream. Right. He still wants that, and there's nothing wrong with the hippie dream, you know? I mean, it's all positive stuff, and he still wants that to happen, but I think that's what this is. He's, he wants to go back to a place where there's nowhere to stay. See, that's you why know, that, I feel like it's just
2: about sleeping and dreaming.
1: Well, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, the only place the hippie ideals exist now are in a dream. In a dream,
2: yeah. While that I'm makes asleep. sense. I and, mean, he's
1: dream- and he's dreaming about the time. Like, here, the first, the first verse. Um, in a foreign land, there were creatures at play, running hand in hand, needing nowhere to stay, driven to the mountains high. They were sunken in the cities deep, living in my sleep.
2: Yeah, but what makes you think that he's talking about the hippies? That he's talking about it was
1: just—it was a whole different world. The way the way he's describing these people. Thanks, appreciate it. Oh wow, thank you for the last piece of pizza. That's very generous. I'm surprised there's any pizza left with you know five kids in the house.
3: I had to to tear it out of my two-year-old's hands to give it to you. Good good he did that guy
1: he's got an attitude problem really. he turns three he tomorrow, to tomorrow too. he came in three here tomorrow. and he did a little michael jackson dance <laughs> in his diaper and i was just like get this kid out of here we're talking about neil young
3: <laughs> don't talk about michael jackson around the youngsters
1: <laughs> okay sorry
2: hey, I love
1: but that's just what it is to me it's another song about the death of the hippie dream and he wants to go back to that but there's really nowhere to nothing to go back to like They were driven to the mountains high. So you could say that was like Woodstock or the end of the Vietnam War or something like that. But then they were sunken in the cities deep, which means, you know, what happens in the cities? You know, well, there's there's commercialism and that kind of took it took its hold on on the hippie dream. And then there's heroin, you know, which is another thing that the city thing could mean that, you know, the drugs. He always says that the drugs got out of control and that's what destroyed a lot of talented and creative people and so that's that's just what I get from this what I think it's about I I, I feel that I also uh,
2: I mean I, I now that you've explained it like that I can totally see that I I when I listened I mostly just thought he's talking about uh his dreams and in an, in a sort of John Lennon way it's better when I'm sleeping because there's nothing there and I can just go into this other right. foreign land where. And he
1: can't stay there. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah, a dream, right, exactly. Because then and it's you have to wake, wake and, up. Yeah, right. right. Okay, and, I, uh, I can see that too. So,
2: you mm. know, even just like. But, yeah, I mean, then there's stuff that's.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You no, know, he he talks about. I used to build these buildings. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that. I there's
2: used to like walk certain, next to you. There's right, shadows, he's building shit apart. in his mind. That's like right. it's sort of what I thought, like uh, um, Inception or something, you know. Um I feel like going back, back where there's nowhere to stay, when fire filled the sky. So I still remember that day, these rocks I'm climbing down have already left the
1: ground. Yeah, Carina I got, a, I got a theory on that line. Okay. So these rocks I'm climbing down have already left the ground. Visually, that's like, things are falling apart, right? Yeah. Or possibly, we're destroyed and he's hanging on to the debris. What year did this album come out? 78. Okay. When did Star Wars come out?
3: Bear with me here. (laughs) 77?
1: Is is this a reference to the destruction of Alderaan by the Death Star? (laughs) That would be awesome. Was this Lyric influenced by that? I think this was... He used Jawas and live rust, right? That's right, he did. So he loved Star Wars.
3: And Neil and Neil
1: Neil would totally do that,
3: too. Of course he would. Yeah, it's 77. You might be right. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just
1: saying. He saw that image. He was like, "That's my world."
3: That would make it better. That's like, for That's me. like
1: my hippie world being destroyed by you know the capitalist assholes. Yeah. And I'm just trying to hang on, and I'm jumping from rock to rock, and already flinging through space. I
3: mean, it might be. I mean, Alderon's not far away. It's Californication.
1: No, Jesus. it is far away. It's in a galaxy. It's in a galaxy far,
3: away. far, far away. Yeah. It's a long a nope. long time ago space may be ago. the final frontier but it's made in a hollywood basement mm. okay did you
2: t- did you say you liked this song
3: i liked this one i like comes a time and then when i went to get shoe slice of pizza and right before i rubbed it on my dick um, oh. <laughs> what was that noise Was that you was speaking still, out it's delicious it was a
2: shoe pizza noise
3: yeah uh <laughs> and then human <laughs> highway is probably my number 3 and then the rest, I'm not. Well, we're not
2: at that. I didn't I'm, ask that. I asked yes. if you like this song. I'm don't telling me you the three top that, three. I don't, don't give care any about my top that three. right now.
3: And it's not even my top three. It's like the only three that I kind of enjoy.
1: You're insane. Luca's I think, being what extremely I, nice about this album. I think I am. Yeah.
2: Here's what I like about this song. I like the way it starts with the acoustic at it, that sort of like, mm-hmm. and the like,
1: intertwining acoustic guitars. Yeah, I like that stuff.
2: Yeah. I like the bass hits. The that's bass what hits you brought about, up yeah. the bass nice. Beautiful. Um, and the, but then when it starts, the melody is is uh, your daughter brought up Disney. The, right. This melody when it first <laughs> right. starts off is a little Disney to me. It's like he loves Disney and he loves Star la-la, Wars, that's, and now la-la, Disney owns Star Wars. La-la. Oh, so we're back to Star Wars, but then I do like it when the melody <laughs> kicks into that. Driven to the mountains high, they yeah, were that's sunken in. I like that part, um, and I like the chorus. I, I dig a song. The I feel like the production gets better and better, like as it builds.
1: Can you go to? Well, uh, that's that's yeah, the layering. Yeah, the layering is pretty cool. Can you go to like two twenty three
2: ish? Around here,
1: there's like a. Oh, this is the big, yeah, yeah, synthesizer.
2: Like you don't have to play it, but you know, there's some of that shit. Oh no, and then like towards the last chorus, there's a lot more of those strings come in. And uh I just like the way that it builds. I also really like Nicolette's harmony. Her harmonies throughout this whole album. She does some really interesting stuff. You can leave. I mean it's you don't need to play it too. It's it's fine, but um I like uh, I like this uh, Yeah. Feel like, oh, I like how they go. I feel like going oh, because that like comes in at the end. It's cool the way they do that. They've been introducing that, and then it make it like it, all of a sudden it, it turns into the chorus. That's yeah, I, like, cool. I like. I like. I like her song, harmony. I think a lot.
3: this song would be the great intro to any other album. It just to me it doesn't go anywhere after this. Personally, I
2: disagree because look at uh, look out for my love is I think my favorite song off this album and that that acoustic thing which i fucking love in in this title in the sorry in this opening track comes back for me in look out for for my love but it 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 completes it it makes yeah. it fucking better and awesome I, and i really like look out for my love so i i i would even rather that the album start with look out for my love i feel like it's a better song it, it, i don't know i i enjoy look out for my love I, yeah you know what that's not a bad song we'll get song. to it at when we get to it but um, i was
1: really surprised that jack nietzsche was not involved in this album because after listening to it without looking at the credits or anything yeah. i was like oh that's nietzsche yeah totally you think nietzsche. some of that production probably didn't especially want the string to stuff to yeah. start
3: sleeping with nicolette too
1: right yeah he's probably too busy with carrie snodgrass can i
3: say time. i also <laughs> hate this album cover if i'm being honest why do you hate now why do you have so album i cover? also heard that he went through a bunch of different album covers and just kept like saying no 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 mm-hmm. And I just think he settled on a really boring one. I hate the face he's making in it. He looks like Sling Blade a little bit. <laughs> Doesn't he kind of look like he wants some French fried mm, potatoes? Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Am I wrong? Look at the face, though. He's got this like weird lip thing I going on. I want to go something. back. I feel like going back. I got nowhere to stay. <laughs> what if, what if, like, Shu was hypnotized once because he just was that character, and he finally got out of it, and I just unlocked it? and Now he won't be able to talk any oh other way. Oh my god!
1: And I would be that guy for yeah. the rest of my life. Be awesome, I'm okay man. with that. A mm. lot of
2: love. Well, there, you know,
1: comes I'm gonna the, take a lot of love. Comes the time. I'm gonna take a lot of love. There. Huh? Yeah.
4: How do you
2: not like those country that country fiddle? Doesn't man? do it for me.
1: I love that. I love that.
3: See, I love, I love that. This song. I love that
1: droniness to it.
3: Lyrically, love this song. Yeah, that's a love it. You, if you don't, you're yeah. insane. I just don't like, and I think part Cause of it this is
2: taking that old school Bible sort of, you know, the the birds uh, took that. Um, to, there is a season sort of thing. Sure. And that's, to me, this is a better version of that. I also didn't know this was Nicolette. I thought that was,
3: this was Emmy Lou when I first heard it. This chorus is awesome. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. And chord, like chord wise, when you play the song, I love the choices he, that he made when he wrote it. But so you
2: just, I just think you don't like this style of country. That's
3: probably what's bothering you about it. Uh, it's not my favorite. I, You yeah. know what I think it is? I think... Do you know when you – okay, you're a fan of Kay's, the ice cream place out in Oh yeah, West- you betcha. Westminster Garden or wherever the hell that yeah, is. Yeah, okay. great lobster roll. Same. My wife loves Kay's. Loves Kay's. Yeah. Um, there's place. a flavor of ice cream there that I get every time. We went there about a week ago. Is it
1: the uh, promise of the man twist? <laughs> no.
3: Twist. <laughs> you know what I, I – never... That's good. That is, that's
1: only soft serve. Though. I deserve that. No, it's not. <laughs> Donkey Ball delight. Um, I love it how it gets all. It all kind of catches in the bottom of the cone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Go no, ahead. It's going. They were cold. i <laughs> They were cold. Stop. They were cold. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Who
3: doesn't?
2: Come on, the wedding
1: singer. Yeah. Come
2: on. Man. I did not expect you to know that reference, dude. The man. wedding
1: singer is awesome. That's
4: great.
3: Anyway, when last time I pulled in there I hit two cones that could have been people, that could have been guests at our wedding. A DJ give you this. Sorry, go ahead. That's all right. You're slowly losing your mind and yes. I'm <laughs> reaping all the benefits. That's <laughs> right. Yes. No, anyway, so they had this ice cream Self-taught, flavor. Self-taught. no lessons. <laughs> Thank Jesus you very Christ. much, bot Okay. <laughs> sorry. God. Oh Go ahead, Luke. Hey, hey, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> God. Do you like flock of seagulls? Okay. <laughs> no No but you do.
2: Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Luke.
3: Okay, ahead. fine. Take off my van handle. Come on, shirt before go, ahead go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now I am just I know you got to keep case. going. You You're talking about case. case. there's an ice cream flavor. I've, I I get it every time. I can uh Which one is it? It's called White Wedding. It's called White Wedding. It doesn't matter the kind. It's it's like a peanut butter cookie dough kind. Ooh, anyway. That sounds good. Yeah. I went we went back there this week and they didn't have it. And they said, do you, "What? What else do you want? They have, a, they have a bunch. Oh, exactly, it's a stupid Luki. little problem." But I'm like, I don't. I I did the stupid pouty. I was like, I don't even fucking want ice cream now. Like, cause I oh, I don't even like ice cream that much. I like this one ice cream. I didn't get it. The, to, going into this album, I've, poor I've, chubby I've, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever heard the ver- i've never heard this version of comes a time that's wild so i legitimately thought that the version i was going to hear was that live one that oh, i had been okay. listening to i hear what you're saying so i think it just set a weird like negative tone for me listening to the rest of this right album. probably yeah do you know what i'm saying like that i, get, I understand
2: that it's
1: like when you reach for a glass and you drink it and you think it's sprite but right. it's actually club soda exactly uh, and yeah, you're kind of like awful. oh man what yeah. the
4: f- Yes,
1: That's awful. exactly the same yeah, thing. I hear what you're not look, I yeah. understand what you're Thank saying you. cuz I feel a little bit of the same
3: way Thank you. about this album. So you it's you weird, get what it, I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Well, would once you again, f- that would have been could have been better if it was brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> I fucked it okay. up at the beginning. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> here's a question that I don't think is 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 answerable, but fuck it. Would you feel differently about this album had American Stars and
3: Bars not been before this? Maybe a little bit. No, because it would have been coming off of Zuma. Yeah, so
1: no. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think I would... I, if
3: anything, American Stars and Bars eases into this, I feel like. Yeah. Especially but, that second half. Yeah,
1: but this right after Zuma, that's a pretty big swing. No and way. The, Neil's done that. He's gone to sure. extremes and stuff like that. I just think... I kind of agree with Luke where some of this album, to me, just comes across as, like, forced. And there's just... I don't know.
3: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You have want to... Not this
1: song, though. I no, mean, this, I, this I like song, the song is great. Song a lot. There's actually a part in the song. You know the breakdown when the strings come in. Mm-hmm. Can you play that? Can you find? I forgot the time on that one.
2: There's also a nice shaker in this song. <laughs> You're the shaker. Um, if you can give me a it's probably idea. around there. Probably. It's like around in there.
1: the middle. Right okay, here. right here. Okay, listen to this. All right. All right. Now listen to this. Two-for-one appetizers at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Come on back, America. Come back to Cracker Barrel. Why do you always have to yeah. do this? Because that's what that sounds like <laughs> with the strings. This is perfectly good song until they stuck those strings in there. I agree with you. The strings agree with you. The strings bring this tune down. It's and, too
3: it, purposefully polished right. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you know what would have been better there?
1: Nils Lofgren playing the accordion. Mm. that would have been way better than that string section that would be cool. yeah i don't know i
2: mean yeah and i could do without the string the song itself is so good just as a song as yeah. ly- lyrically it's, song. it's just a yeah. great fucking song it, it you didn't need that and but whatever fucking neil man it's still a great song i love it so i mean if he wants to have that version of it f- cool cool you know what? whatever. I, I, but I agree with you. Yeah, that string part, is it's unnecessary. There's
1: parts on this album where the strings work. Yes, yeah. Or they have a cello or, or yeah. a viola come in somewhere and it works, but yeah. kicking in, it's too much like Emperor of Wyoming, where it was just like, okay, Very
3: Emperor of Wyoming.
1: This is like, that's why I thought Nietzsche was doing it.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, mm. but, you know, nowhere to be found. Well, let's move on to
2: Look Out for My Love. I, I yes. fucking
1: love this song. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: Can you just even... Well, I, 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 there's a part I want to hear.
1: Well, I want to hear this part, Russ. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's coming up anyway. So yeah, I know you're saying. This is like the best part of the song. The You Own It. Here it is. Right? Yeah. It's coming up. yeah. This is that guitar from Going Back comes back here a little bit.
3: Yeah, you know what?
2: That's my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. This song rocks, man. You know what? And, and the, the 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 crazy horse vocals on this. Yeah. Are so refreshing. Right? They're especially, very crazy.
1: Especially verse. at the end. It's. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I love it.
1: This is one of the. I think only. There's two crazy horse songs on this record.
3: I, I forgot about this one. This is my favorite song off the album.
2: That's actually. what I'm telling you, yeah. and that's yeah. why I was surprised that you didn't mention this because this song to me is fucking awesome. I
3: I confuse this one with the I. Why would you follow "Look Out for My Love" with "Lot of Love"?
2: Well, that yeah, I mean, come on, Neil. Dude. <laughs> Can you go to 2:30 around around 2:30? You I love the guitar the, the guitar stuff. That uh, nice. That's a racist good, joke. Good job. It is probably. Um, he, he sings about
4: that
2: guitar. You hear it? Yeah. That poncho. Something's yeah. Yeah. Something Something's saying something. No one no one seems seems to listen. Listen.
1: I love that. That guitar, guitar. in the
2: background.
1: Men with
3: yeah. It's just enough. Yeah, just enough. Yeah. enough. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree about this. I just like the thing
2: I like about that whole section right there. Again, we're sort of talking about production stuff, but um, the line there when you start to hear that guitar is is, uh, the line is hydraulic wipers pumping till the window glistens. Something's saying something. No one seems to listen. And I I like that when I heard that, I was like, it sounds like he's doing like shitty uh, fucking.
1: Windshield wipers. Well, yeah, yeah it's it's almost right, yeah.
2: like you can this, the guitar is making the sound of yeah. windshield wipers, and then in the next line, it's men with walkie talkies, men with flashlights waving up upon the tower. Time reads daylight savings, and then that guitar is sort of this um, almost walkie talkie esque sort of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. like checking the signal, checking the the channel or whatever. And mm. um, I just I I just dig some of that shit that he does there as far as the lyric and the guitar and. Uh, the production value, but I just wanted to point that out. I, I love that.
1: Can I give mm-hmm. a little background on this tune? Yeah, they recorded Briggs. David Briggs produced this one in Lot of Love," and they recorded this at his studio, Studio Indigo.
2: And this is a, these are uh, this is a crazy horse tune. Yeah, this, this is a crazy horse tune. Yeah, yeah,
1: this and "A Lot of Love" the only two on here. And it took them uh, approximately twelve hours to do this song. They recorded twelve hours straight. Wow. Uh, they started like in the evening. They ended at about six in the morning. According to Frank San Pedro, because he walked out and the sun was up. And, like, Neil would work on the verses while they were playing. So that's why it was taking so long. So they didn't even know if the song was going anywhere. And Frank San Pedro said that he had bought himself a week's worth of cocaine. (laughs) That they did in that 12 hour period Christ. Now when Frank San Pedro says He's got a week's worth of cocaine That's not like me saying I have a week's yeah, worth of cocaine yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Frank fucking San Pedro Which means
2: it's like a normal person's month Right, worth, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's like 20 pounds or something where... <laughs> like that Right.
1: <laughs> so they did all this cocaine And then I think it was Ralph Molina Saying they really got the take When they were coming down yeah. He yeah. called it the spook <laughs> And he, he said the horse really got the spook there and so that's when the this take that okay. you're hearing on the album was like the come down from the all night cocaine binge.
2: Okay, that I, they were doing. I, I really like the, the the crazy horse vocals on this tune a lot. Yeah, yeah. I like the end them yeah. singing. Is, uh, singing, Nic- is this, this uh, Nicolette on this? No, no, okay. no she's not on this one. Or lot of a lot of, of, of love, which is not on a lot of love. Yeah. No, she's okay. not. But uh, this song, <clears> this is I, a warning. This song has almost everything I kind of want sometimes in a Neil song. It's got some of that weird guitar stuff. It's got the vocals. It's got the lyrics. It's, and, and I really just love that. Uh, the 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 qualm I have with it that is just I wish there was more of that. You own it. Yeah. This I just fucking love that. Yeah. Uh, that that part right there. It's just so fucking good. But I mean, it comes back with, with, without the lyric. But um, yeah,
3: this is this ended up after you pointing is my that out. This song this, this, is this is my song. favorite song. Yeah, actually, it's my favorite I would song. I'd get get rid of "Comes of Time" off my top three and put this one on. So.
2: Let's move on to A Lot of Love, then. Yeah. This is another crazy horse.
3: I hate this song. This is my Cripple Creek fairy. Oh, really? You yeah. hate it that
1: much? Yep. It's a waste of complete complete waste
2: of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow.
3: It's just dumb and poppy. I hate it. Well, I think it's, it's supposed so go to play,
2: be. Go play the Nicolette Larson version real quick while we're on this vibe.
1: But, um... Well, this was... He said this was influenced by Fleetwood Mac. He said this is his Fleetwood Mac song, yeah. Because he was hanging Which out... Which I totally hear. He was hanging out on his fucking yacht. And he said the crew was playing Rumors over and over again. That makes sense. Again, the yacht rock factor comes All on. you have to do is type
2: in Law to Love. It'll be her version. Um...
1: Yeah, huh? Dude, how's 70s? Continuous soft favorites.
3: Hi, I'm Delilah. That's right.
1: <laughs> this one's for Angie and her little girl in Des Moines. <laughs> you brought up Des Moines again. <laughs> what is it with you in Des Moines? <laughs> I knew that guy gets gets a kick out of it. Dan Moshpit hates Des Moines too. And, uh, Dan um, Moshpit
3: sucks. So- Des Moines sucks. You're on with Delilah. This, this is this is
2: sort of Carly Simon. Oh yeah, this you is, know
1: this is this is all seventies yacht
3: rock right here.
2: Which one do you like better?
3: I like this version better because I don't like Neil. That's a
2: tough one. It is because this is because Nicolette a classic. Sounds, yeah. she sounds
1: super sexy in this. Have you seen the video? She's cute as fuck. Yeah, too. I was, i remember being really young, seeing this on like Don Kirshner's rock concert or something.
0: She's dancing and I was, around. I was amazed by the length
1: of her hair.
4: <laughs> there so goes my boner.
3: <laughs> Thanks. Sounds like a country song. <laughs> bringing it right so back some, to a wedding singer. Some weird dude singing this. I now. heard that the alternate version title of this song was. I got punched in the face. I got punched in the face. <laughs> for sticking my nose. my nose.
1: <laughs> now listen to the piano in this. Just listen to the piano for a
4: sec. Hey, what do you think?
1: I mean, it sounds good. It's really subtle, right? Yeah. That's uh, Poncho. Poncho. Is it really? Yeah. Poncho's playing piano. Pancho said he was so high on smack while he was playing the piano, he almost forgot like what he had played, like the whole session. He was so high when he was playing piano there.
3: <laughs> he sounds bored. It sounds boring to me. I don't know. Just I, I'm projecting. I'm sure it's just.
1: Well, Nicolette's going to record this. I'm going to record it too.
3: Did she? Did hers come out first? No, no, as, no, I, as no. I mentioned, oh no, yeah, oh, because she brought hers, it up. Hers yeah. was supposed
1: to come out first, but she had a delay for some reason in the yeah. release of her album, and so these albums came out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, they were the
2: same exact fucking time. Yeah, and yeah. hers become like a number
1: one hit. Oh yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. That's was, okay because when Neil, I was
2: growing up, I didn't even know that, like you said, I didn't know this was a Neil song. Me neither.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Neil kind of explains his philosophy on, on it on, like, dealing with something like that and with yeah. women on... Um, I think it's... Well, it's coming up here.
3: It's, like, a really fucked-up line from a song. We should start flying through these, though, because we should try to keep this under two hours. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Peace Thanks of mind, Thanks
1: to the then. folks of the Pantheon yes. Podcast Network for reminding us to... to uh, try to fly through
2: things. This is... <clears throat> I like Ben in here. Ben's great in this song. Ben's excellent on this. He's coming up right in a second, I think. Maybe not. He comes in later, but... Yeah, but he he slips it in, you know? Yeah. Ben loves slipping it in. (laughs) Great. He's a smooth
4: dude.
2: Just listen to it. Youngsters and listen for Ben. He's he's awesome. This is a super seventies like this Carpenters. Is, you can listen Carpenters, to the yeah. the, the, the yeah. echo. You know what I mean? by when production. I say Carpenters, it's Absolutely. got it's got that sort of Carpenters vibe. Yeah. There's yeah. There's, there's orchestra strings in this song. Right. It's the kind of song.
3: And that the
1: vocal the vocals are all like echoey and, and atmospheric, re- Reverbed out. Yeah. You know.
2: How about the lyric too? Because we've talked about um, we, we we talked about. Neil with with uh as far as breaking up the breakups and stuff that, that how he does he uses that lyric like set me free. Yeah. whatever. How about this first line? The way he's uh you know it takes a long long time. Uh you love her so and still you know that you will never want to let her go unless you leave her first, then you come out on top. That's
1: the lyric but I was still, talking about. But <laughs> still there's yeah. just
2: one thing you haven't got peace of mind. Like when you treated her kind. It's like He's also singing this with Nicolette, Nicolette. who he right. just who broke he, up with, Who probably. he ghosted, right. yeah, ghosted, much. yeah. He
1: totally ghosted her, stopped calling her, stopped talking to her. People would ask her in interviews later on, what happened with you and Neil? And she would always say, I have no idea. Weird. Un- Neil doesn't talk to Un- me.
3: Unpopular anymore. theory right here. Okay. <clears throat> I think he fell hard for Nicolette. And he just was like, we should, like, collaborate on a bunch of songs and then just wrote oh, all these do that. songs. Oh, totally. I'm Any not, of us would, you know? A hundred percent we would. And I think that's what happened to him. And yeah. then this album that's came out That's I was going to bring up like... to you.
2: I was like, I think a part of why you might not like this is, I think that's a part of the vibe of this album is they were da- You know, he, like, yeah, he fell. He fell. He was like, uh, this girl's so cute. She's so oh, totally. talented. You know, I've met people like that where I'm like, you're just so fucking talented and cute that yeah. you just want to, like, Make an album, do whatever, tour, whatever. Just, tour, whatever. It just it, you're just and so then, infatuated. And, and, then
3: and when he when he when his stopped thinking with his dick and he heard it with his ears, he was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna buy two hundred thousand <laughs> copies of this." No,
1: I think he 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 started a thing with her because he wanted her to be on this album. When the album was done, he was done. Okay, just like a session guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she was. He he wanted maybe that was like his way of getting some kind of vibe out of her.
2: Yeah. Well, but it also is a is a is a serious. Sorry, do you have a no, joke? No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to make a wedding singer. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. You, there's um, it's it to me it's quite an insight onto uh, into Neil's mind and and relationships. That oh, yeah. first line, you know, it's right. It's, <laughs> Unless you, then you leave her first, then you come out on top. And then you come but then out it's, on but top. But then when Like, you, if you break up with her... Right, yeah. but but then then there's also, he follows it with, there's still something you don't got, and that's peace of mind, like, when you treated her kind. So he's still sort of talking right. to himself. when I wasn't like, all fucked up. When I up. wasn't being a dick, and right. I was actually, like, yeah. you know, infatuated and in love, and I was, you know, being nice yeah. and kind or whatever. And he whatever. talks
1: about, you know, being open with his issues. Like, right. you know, showed her all those things that take their toll, you yeah. know, there's a line in there and Yeah. So he's talking about opening up to it, someone <clears throat> and that's like brings peace of mind also when you yeah. can kind of like let them know, get them up to speed on what you're going through in your head. And that yeah. way you know someone else is sharing that with you. Just, it's you
2: it's know. weird too that he follows this song with Human Highway and then in, in human highway he has a line, how could people get so unkind? <laughs> right. <laughs> you Even know the song- there's a lot of songs in this album that you had brought up how uh, Look out for my love is followed by a um, lot of love. There's a ton of lyric yeah. stuff, too, where there's like three songs in this in this album that reference highways. There's right. uh, and that was one of my sort of themes of this album was, you know, Neil just being on this sort of journey of, of love and uh, or
3: he'd already gone on a journey through the past.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this is sort of this uh, just the, the the highway for Neil, the highway of of Love well, the Neil, traveling. You know he loves the... a good.
3: He loves traveling. He loves the highways. Yeah. He loves that. Well, let's shit. let's
2: go on a human highway here. Okay. He also <laughs> talks about getting someone getting him hot in that last song. We didn't bring that up. <laughs> Neil Young is not sexy.
4: I down from the misty <laughs>
3: I like this song. I don't hate this song.
4: I got lost
3: on the, the human, human highway. Couldn't be more different than the movie Human Head. Highway. <laughs>
2: Fountain. Keep this chorus, I like this chorus. Take my eyes from what
4: they've seen. Take my hand and change my mind. How could people get so
1: unkind? I think he's saying what you're you're talking about, Russ, is I come down from the misty mountain, I got lost on the human highway. Mm-hmm. So That's I got out mean, of my yeah. own head and I came out and I talked to people about this <clears throat> because doesn't he have a line in here about, um, where's the line where he, what song is it where he's talking about boring people with his, not this one, his album, his, oh geez, Luke, <laughs> Luke's getting more and more bold. <laughs> The, that's a uh, field yeah. field of opportunity, oh, that's right. I'm
2: going back to my house, but I'm not going right. now. It's too early to be leaving here somehow. Let me bore you with this story how my lover let me down while I borrow seeds of sadness from the ground
1: do you, Do you think that this song has anything
3: to do with critics again human highway or yeah, yeah. well, what's the movie about? i mean he cl- there's clearly was the did the movie the movie came out way before this didn't no, it no way after oh it was way after it was eighty two okay so this song's not in the movie. I don't think this song has anything to do with it. The movie's about like a nuclear plant. like... Right. I think he meltdown. just used the. It's,
2: yeah, I don't know. This song about had it. been
1: around for a while because yeah. he tried to record. Because that was it the with, 80s, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Because it was a sort of trauma. We're, we're it was head, 82. We're heading into the 80s. If yes. you That's haven't true, seen
3: yeah. or heard of Human Highway, the movie, go look up Human Highway trailer and just watch the trailer and yeah it's it, wild it's nothing like this song well this song had
1: been around for a while because he tried to record it with Crosby Sills Nash and Young oh did he really And that set that okay. session where he just left in the middle and said I can't do this anymore so then he took this song with him okay. apparently
2: I don't know I don't know to answer your question Shoe. you I i fucking I don't there's certain things a part of me just thinks Neil wants a hug <laughs> you know oh. Oh. it's it's like he, my name's on the line i get d- well yeah let me ask you about that verse. but then it ends with like take take my he, i mean he keeps coming back to that but take my head and change my mind. How could people get so... Unco- I don't know. It's just part of like... like I come down Maybe from he's the talking cr- about himself but also critics but also fans and da, 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 da what, is,
1: what does this verse mean? I come down from the crooked mansion. I went looking for the DJ's daughter. I don't Since know. that day, I, I, I heard know. it mentioned that my name is on the line. See, I don't know. Is that, that. like
2: some... Is he going to go bang is that, is someone that, or kill someone,
1: a DJ's daughter right, because is they that like said a,
2: something bad about him? Like, yeah, right. Is that like a literal He's going to send
1: Poncho's goons? Like he heard... He heard You're some, a goon, D. He heard someone on a podcast <laughs> saying that you know his his music was shit or he heard someone on the radio saying something sucked and right i don't
2: know like, that he's saying how that can was people a, that be was so one unkind? of the i'm with you i you know? fucking i'd have no idea. Mean. so that's what leads me. i kind of hope it it's a, that a critics, <laughs> that would be so funny yeah, like a yeah.
1: critics thing you know like uh, yeah. how can people be so unkind yeah. like grill marcus
3: mm.
1: you know yeah. like saying that stuff about this album but i'm you know and he's answered critics before he said things about critics before and um, so that's what. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering if if part of this is is a, like an answer to or it's why probably. are critics like allowed to say what they want to say?
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's. Um, I, I I like it though. Shit. Didn't mean to do that. Um, Luke is not interested in even talking about this album. i just Don't anymore. have much to say. So let's right. move on not, I don't. Let's yeah. move you guys on. can talk all you want. I just. Well, no. Let's let's go to already one. I don't really like this song very much.
3: It's about his kid. It's nice.
2: That's why I don't I don't relate to it. Yeah. Like this, I feel like you guys would like it, and I'm like, well yeah, when I have a kid, maybe I'll like it more. Nah. Listen
1: to this this 70s soft rock yeah. production on here. Ben what Keith again isn't is nice. Ben Keith song. has an amazing solo in the middle of the song. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. But this it, it to me is the start of Harvest Moon. Yes. How is yeah, that? Listen to Harvest Moon Harvest to this, moon. and yeah. you can right. hear the
2: same thing. I you know and I mean? it's a
1: sweet, it's a sweet song about how even yeah. though him and Carrie Snodgrass are really not on good terms, they'll always have Zeke. Right. See, we're, yeah. we're 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 going to be together for the rest of our lives because Zeke is, you know, yeah. there for us.
3: Mark? Yeah.
2: Already There's
1: nice Nicolette yeah. in this though. She sings
2: yeah. great.
4: Yeah.
1: Some of
2: the Should choices he have a, a made with Nicolette, did he?
1: He what? He didn't have a kid with no no. Can you go forward to i think it's two two ten and the
2: ben keith solo i also wrote 328 to fiddle
4: Looks like forever in the first place. But
1: we no maybe it's not there it's just ben, ben keith's like solo in this to me saves it's a the song is 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 a sweet song about his son but, Luke, I agree. Like, this is like, uh, it's just kind of like, uh, it's kind of lops along. But when Ben Keith Here kicks in with his solo.
3: It's so Harvest Moon, you're right. Nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. See, this is just... This is just It takes my head out of reality when I listen to him play this. I think the the fiddles coming up too. Leave it. Please, would be nice.
2: Maybe not. What time is it at? 3.20. Right, it's coming up right now. I like this fiddle. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah,
2: it's cool come a little bit closer <laughs> hear what i have to say just like yeah. ben keith plays i mean it's
3: fine it's a song about your kid his kid but it
1: yeah it's a sweet song but it's not something i'd go back to
3: no I, yeah. there's uh, way better songs about your kid just the Two of Us by Will Smith. Hell yeah. Yeah. But or, not fucking right. Tears
1: in Heaven because that song fucking oh, blows. No. Yeah, someone pushed that kid out of a hotel room window.
3: <laughs> I would say Cats in the Cradle maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: Cats in the you Cradle, huh? Saying? When you're coming home, Dad, That's I don't cool. know when. Well,
2: Larry Chapin? I mean, yeah, right? All right, this yeah. is a good opportunity to move on to Field of yes. Opportunity. Yes, let us move. To me, this is Comes a Time Part 2 in the top there. Yeah. It's, it's very, Yeah. That's just a classic country fiddle riff though I've
4: been wrong before
2: and all Is this another sex song?
1: I don't Sounds like it
4: Maybe Or maybe
1: it's just mind. another like Hey I'm single again Yeah. You know Maybe not so much about sex But about like Okay I can make myself happy I have the opportunity to make myself happy yeah. Can you play the beginning again? Sure. Luke I just wanna Okay and Turn it down a little bit Welcome to the Papio Daniels old timey flour biscuit hour. <laughs> <laughs> when you're making biscuits, you make, sure down, you, make sure oh, you make sure you use a lot of cool fresh water and plenty of Papio Daniels flour. <laughs> you know that's from right. <laughs> no, oh, don't. that's, that's old brother. O- where art right? That's right, right Papio yeah, Daniels. Yes, yeah. yes. Now you go on in that room and sing
2: into yonder can. <laughs> that's right, dude. That's right. It's <laughs> <That's>
3: ridiculous. <laughs> But so you see what I mean about this album? Imagine, like, lit, go back to American Stars and Bars. Think of fucking Bite the Bullet, Carolina Queen. Yeah, right. I, you know what? Yeah. I like to make her scream. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and then, like, it was, yeah, it's fun. Like I said, bing, 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 bong, beadle, even, beadle, even
1: Side 2 when you're, you know, with uh, Will to Love. But and, it worked. Yeah, but it was great. And this... This is
3: like, you it's know, just not my, it's just not you know my what style. It, it's
1: like he's holding back because he knows this is what America wants.
3: Yeah, it does. You know, it feels like, uh you know? I, I, I like a the I don't like, think of it.
1: I'm, I'm, but I'm not saying like he's like doing this to make money. I think he's doing it because he feels like, okay, I've done all this. Now I got to kind of come back here. Yeah. And then from there, I'll see where, where I feel like going mm-hmm. after I do an album like this. You know? Yeah.
2: There's, there's some cool lyrics in that, in Field of Opportunity. I mean, I, I like the premise, you know, the Field of Opportunity, yeah. and it's plowing time again. But, yeah, there was there were certain sections of this song where I was like, is Neil talking about fucking sex stuff again? I love the, I and don't have I, 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 the
1: answer. I don't have any answers, my friend, just this pile of old questions. Yeah, that's yeah. a great that's line. That's a great line.
2: But I, between a few of these songs and then definitely those American Stars and Bar songs, I was like, wait, does country music does make Neil Young
3: sexy. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. But
2: speaking of sexy, let's move on to Motorcycle Mama because this is my guilty pleasure. I fucking love this song.
3: Why is this a guilty
2: pleasure? What does that mean? The the stick around a while. Yeah, I
1: think so. That's how I took it. That's what I first thought it meant, but I, I... the more I listen to, it, the more I think, is this about heroin? Always get in trouble when you bring it around.
3: Oh, like get rid of it. You know, and yeah, lay it down. Biker
1: get- gangs were known. I love that to sell right to sell heroin. Yeah. Neil had a close up look of how the Hell's Angels operated at. I like Altamont. this right here. This yeah. In.
2: Who knew that Nicolette could, like, tap into some, some Aretha shit? You know yeah. what I mean? She, sounds she like, all of a sudden has this, like, Aretha Franklin fucking soul vibe to yeah.
3: her. I think... This song I, rocks, man. I like this it's song. It's fine. It, it's good. You know what? I've been listening to too much Father John Misty. I think it's made me cynical. I don't know. Yeah, don't you know, do that. I know. You know that line What's he has from that song? You? Like, what? I hate that soulful af- affectation white girls put on. Um... Anyway, Can I read to you what Nigel... Yeah, because he's uh, a perfect human. Nigel
0: Williamson uh,
1: said from his book um, Journey Through the Past about this song? Yes. This is great. I love this. What is most offensive about Motorcycle Mama is not any Hell's Angels connotation, but the song's crude structure and apparent mindlessness. Perhaps it was all meant to be a joke, but when it comes to the worst song Young has ever written... Motorcycle Mama is surely a contender.
3: I like this song. Man. The worst <laughs> song, really?
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's right. There's not a lot of thinking going on. You here. know what? The but it's like a fun. It's like the why we this like. Is where I it's hit, why we like yeah. American stars and bars, right? There's a good vibe yeah. to it.
3: I also think Neil is like crazily turned on by a woman on a motorcycle. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I Mean you think about fucking unknown Lo- legend, unknown legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and Peggy. Peggy rode yeah. a
2: motorcycle. Yeah. You know, think about the women he is was Peggy involved wo- with. But when you see a, a good-looking woman on a motorcycle, the way you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it'll get you. It'll well, get you. Th- get think you.
1: about the women Neil is involved with. All right. So you got you got Peggy, you got Nicolette Larson, you've got Carrie Snodgrass, you've got Susan Acevedo, that first wife. Yeah, I don't know any other girls Daryl, besides Daryl Hannah. He wasn't like the guy out there chasing the Hollywood supermodels or starlets,
2: right? You know, I feel like Daryl Hannah probably
1: came to
3: him. But even Daryl <laughs> Hannah, she's not. But like, still,
1: she's she's kind of like
3: she's attractive, but she's like a very interesting person. Right. You know what I mean? Like in yeah, yeah. her. I mean, she was so fucking good in Kill Bill. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. But he was never,
1: like, you know, the Stones had Jerry Hall and Anita Pallenberg and all these, like, super, you know, supermodels yeah. or whatever. But Neil went after the the kind of woman who, you know, had her own thing going <laughs> on and wasn't, like, supermodel, you we, know, gorgeous good looks or anything like that. Yeah, you the, know? the
3: motorcycle mamas. That's right. Yeah.
1: Laying their big spike down. That's right. <laughs> But yeah, Russ, I thought it was that like, hey, it's just put down the kickstand. Yeah, that's what I, you know, I hang I, I out did, for a I while. didn't think
2: about it in the way you said, but what is JJ doing this? I think one? he plays electric, and okay. I also really like the piano and the fiddle in this tune. I, yeah, I just think yeah, I like the the, the country rock vibe of this. I, I dig it, man. Yeah. It's 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 in my top three. I like it.
1: Who, uh, who do you think is better in the sack? Motorcycle Mama or the Carolina Queen? The Carolina Queen. Or yeah. Cowgirl
3: in the Sand?
1: Mm, Cowgirl in the Sand sounds. She sounds or, like she's a little too complicated. Or messy.
3: Or the maid that the man needs.
1: She doesn't sound like any fun either. She <laughs> sounds like she's definitely in a missionary. Let's move on to
2: four he mean, he's only, he only, he, only likes
3: to, <laughs> he only likes to make one of those options scream, Mike. So. Right. I, I hear true. you. No, I hear true. you, Luke. That's true. Okay.
1: All right.
2: This is the only song on the album that's not Neil.
3: Is this yes. the, only the second cover he's done? Uh, up
2: to this point, yeah, I think so. But
1: it's also still very much Neil. Very Neil. Because Yo, yeah. this song lives in the hearts of almost all Canadians. I,
3: I didn't know this was a cover me until I looked it up. Me too. I mean, Alberta. weather's
4: good there in the fall. I got some friends that I could go
2: to work in for. I wish change your mind. Is it just me, Luke, or does the chorus of this song make you want to sing it like Grampy? Yes. Every time yeah. I hear this song, I sing it like Grampy. Yeah. I always am like, I'll wait for the chorus, I'll do it.
3: It's stupid, but I'll do it. It's really good.
2: Four strong winds that blow lonely, Seven seas that run high, All those things that don't change, come what may. (laughs) You know what I mean? It actually (laughs)
3: sounded just like Grampy 20 years ago when we would drive around and he would listen to some AM crooner station. That sounded just like him, and then he'd he'd yell at Pat and talk about Tuesday. He always said Tuesday. Tuesday. On Tuesday, we're going to go down and listen to Four Strong Winds. You just sound like Neil now, though. No, I'm doing a little
2: bit. This is like one of
1: Neil's it's favorite just, songs of all time. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like, like he a, does this in that Heart of Gold film I mentioned earlier. Sarah
2: Lynn loves this one too. And, uh, really? She said this was her
1: favorite. This is the unofficial anthem of the state of Alberta. Wow. Yeah, and in 2005, because uh, it's the see, only
3: song ever to mention Alberta. I don't know, uh, but
1: uh, in 2000 in 2005, are you? This is Ian Tyson. Yes, by he's the flipping way. my yeah, up, flipping, flipping off, off my seven year old. Are you she flipping to off me your, first? Were, Your seven-year-old daughter is flipping off Russ? I mean, look at Russ. Do you blame her? Yeah, of course. Where did she learn that? She'll
3: flip you off, too. Go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll give you one. No, she's my friend. I'll give you one. What's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? You get a wave.
1: She's my friend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to mention who actually wrote this. Ian Tyson, right?
1: Ian and Sylvia. Oh, okay. Now, did you guys see, was it Inside Lewin Davis?
2: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah
1: is Justin Timberlake and what's her name Carrie oh, Mulligan yeah. is that her name Yep yeah 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 Are they based are they supposed to be Ian they and Sylvia cuz they, they went be. to New York for a while well, and maybe. they were and Ian Tyson wrote this in Albert Grossman's apartment who was their manager and Dylan's manager and like Dave Van Ronk's really? manager and stuff He managed all these Well it depends that singers. Ian and
3: Sylvia sing Please Mr President <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. uh-oh
1: Uh-oh going up
3: Adam Driver is so <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> that, it, I love
2: that
1: movie, that movie, is, is underrated. I it is. It's it, totally it overlooked. It
2: doesn't get enough
3: credit. It's, it's so no. good. My wife hated it. It's the so good. It. The
1: ending blew my mind.
3: I loved the ending. It's it that blew really, my mind. Really I said, are movie. you kidding
1: me? So then I was like, so what does this mean? Either he's stuck in a time loop, or this is his hell. It's his hell. It's his hell. And well, he just has to keep reliving so my, it over and over my again.
3: Dark Tower. My wife, she's just not... Into like any Cohen brothers ish movie, like she hated that What's the that matter ending. with her? So like, if I ever watch No she Country like for really Old young Men, either. she doesn't like she doesn't like anything that's not beginning, middle, or end. Do you know what I'm saying? And the Cohen brothers, that's like their whole fucking shtick. Do you but, know what I'm so, saying? But but, but when this, Harry
1: Met Sally is like the best movie ever, sh- right? Her
3: favorite movie of all time is Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> oh well, that, Daryl that, Hannah. Well, oh, so. that's pretty good. That's a great movie. Yeah, that's funny. But do you yeah. know what I mean? It's just like right but Inside if it's not Leland easily Davis explainable was, was yeah. great and adam driver is fucking right so i but think also that's, that's i mean it's Ian's amazing
2: so too way. that oscar isaac holy shit fucking he's holy so shit. good in this holy right? shit there that's who is. plays neil it's like all of a sudden plays neil is adam, oscar isaac. adam driver he's a little too adam, good oh, looking no though. adam
1: driver and you know what else adam driver in star wars movies yeah there's that connection there's connection again, yeah right
2: yeah I could see Adam Driver over Oscar Isaac only because
3: he's kind Oscar of Isaac's already done the Dave Van
2: Ronk thing, and with inside the The only Lee thing Davis Adam
3: Driver and. doesn't have is his voice is too deep. I feel like yeah, to be it's Neil. way too deep. Well,
1: he doesn't yeah. have to do the actual singing, or actually, you mean? I bet he could pull that off. He could probably pull it off.
2: Yeah, but anyway, inside the I mean, John Goodman too. Come on, you know, it's, yeah, it's fucking awesome. But,
1: but um, <laughs> yeah, that in a two thousand and five CBC poll of Canadians, of the entire country. It was voted the greatest Canadian song of all time. Of course. Well, I mean, more than working, man. Right? Right? That's what I said. That's the first thing I said. (laughs) No, definitely not. More than working, man. Lock it up seven years. I go to work at night. Got no time for living because I'm working all the time. (laughs) Come on, man. What about anything by Bachman Turner Overdrive?
3: You You know why I've come to hate myself a little bit? and hate my relationship with you.
1: Don't I, tell me because you start liking what about Rush. What what I'll about, punch you in the nuts. I went
3: to Dunkin' Donuts yesterday, <laughs> and my receipt came to 2112. Yes! And, and I'm like i got to text Mike. And then I That's thought, right. no, don't yeah. don't start doing that. Don't Come start on. texting him. <laughs> I do that uh, yeah. when
1: I find stuff about you guys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's he so,
2: does. He's so he's sad. He just
3: got I, so sad. I want to be your he friend. He really wanted that receipt, <laughs> man. I want to be your I friend. Did, you know what? I'll show you. I took the picture of it. <laughs>
2: Wait, what about fucking Case of You by Joni Mitchell? That, to me, is... Yeah, she why is that Canada. not the greatest? What about yeah.
3: um, What about "Baby" by Joanie Justin Bieber Mitchell is the
2: be- one of the best songwriters of all
1: time? What about uh, "One Week" by uh
2: um, yep. man, Naked Ladies,
3: <laughs> right? Hold huh? it now and watch the hoodwink. Right. Doesn't make you stop. yes, man, you think you're one looking at Aquaman? I, I summoned fish to, to the Alberta. dish, that one like a Sally Swisher, like a sushi, because it never touched the frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes, big like Leanne Rhymes, because it's all about value. Burt Camer's got do the, the whole ma- song, please. Yeah, that's so Canadian.
2: I love how white guy rapping is so Canadian. We gotta
3: breeze through this because we're. We're getting to two I'm hours. Sorry. We're over okay. two hours right. now, well, now. I
1: just want to say that's like Neil. Neil, like well, when he was a folkie back in the day, he loved that. song. Of course, man. And Think he, about
2: all the songs he's written yeah. about how he wants to go back to Canada right. in the
3: simpler times. This is this is that. Oh, that's epic. You
2: know, it's Dunkin' not, Donuts has it's, entered the it's temple. Not. Of I just
3: showed Mike the picture I took of the fucking stupid display it's of stupid. my price. And I, it's so an that the guy comes out. It's and a bring, tale about individualism. <laughs> he brings me my drink, and I'm like yeah just i had to take a picture of it because you know 2112 and he goes okay i'm right. like you know rush the rush 2112 he's like no, yeah okay how old, okay. He? How old was, he he was he was probably 17 No, he, like, he has no idea <laughs> has no clue either. no friggin clue no. <laughs>
2: anyway he's like you want a crawler or <laughs> um when was this written because this is almost like Dylan is <laughs> Dil- this is like a dylan-esque well it was written of. in 63 yeah i was gonna say it's gotta be so
1: and then they moved down to new york to be try to become part of that whole folk scene and stuff and uh, apparently yeah. didn't work out, and then they. Well, this is um, a
2: super like Dylan folk type of a tune, you know. Oh yeah, early Dylan.
1: Yeah, very very folky, very Canadian. Although it was a huge hit in Norway when the Norwegian band the I Vanguard's did it yeah. in 1966. Really? Huh. Yeah, except they called it Mont Utsjettsted. Get a sound clip of that, <laughs> <dude>. play Mont <Mot-ungsted-sted! laughs> Yeah! Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Have you, like,
2: wa- have you guys? Have
1: you guys? Yeah, ding dong.
2: <laughs> I still haven't watched that. Yet. God, Come on, man! See it's so good. <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> All right, we we go ahead. What you're saying, but then we gotta. Oh, I was just gonna say
2: the. I think it's I think it's
1: called Norseman on on Netflix.
2: Oh yeah, that's, it's that's, that's hilarious. Fucking hilarious. You're the you. second
3: person that told me to watch. Is it is it a comedy? Do you like the yeah, Office? It is. Yeah,
1: it's, it's the Office, but it's with Vikings. It's fucking. Oh, hilarious.
3: I thought really it was it's, like it's, a no, like
2: No, no, no. It's not one of those like. It's so it's funny. Not, I know what you're thinking it would yeah. be, but no, it's all right, fucking hilarious. right, I'll watch it just tonight, then. It's so fun. Just watch the first yeah. episode. You'll be like, yeah, watching I'm all about trailer it. Park Boys,
3: though. But anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. All right, let's do tonight.
1: top three, unless you, you had something else. Well, I wanted to mention something very Neil after we do top three. Okay, okay. my top three,
2: Motorcycle Mama is my third. Wow. Yep. Yeah, uh, Comes a Time is two, just because the song, I like sure. this, you know. Yeah. And then uh, number one is Look Out for My Love. I would cut Already One or Peace of Mind. I don't know. Either wow. one. Okay. probably already won
3: but do you want me to go yeah, oh yeah, yeah cause
1: you don't even like three songs on this
2: album
3: I like two I like two of <laughs> them
1: I guess my number three would be Human Highway and then my number two would be Look Out For My Love and Going Back would be my number one
3: Okay. Yeah. I actually have the same three. I go human highway and then I would switch to the other two. I look out for my love is my favorite yeah. and then going back is probably my number two. Human High highway
2: would, I really like too
3: though. Yeah.
1: I, I like human highway. I would
2: cut what, sorry, what would you, you uh, say? I would
3: cut um,
1: peace of mind.
3: Yeah, that was I'm I'm in between I'd, I'm either one. Yeah. I'd but. cut peace of mind or lot of love, or both of them. I have no problem yeah. cutting both What was your I three? Know, you really sorry, what this. did you say? You like uh, Lot Human look Highway out for my love is your Going first. Back and Look Out for My Love. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And then I'd cut Lot of Love. Actually. Nice. All right.
2: Anything else? You got a Neil Well, I
1: I just want to just tell this quick story about Neil that's so very Neil. So after he released American Stars and Bars, I don't know if you guys knew this, he moved to Santa Cruz because he met met this um, songwriter. uh, I think his name was Mark Blackman. Let me look it up here. Jeff Blackburn. That's his name. So he met this songwriter at a Moby Grape gig up in San Francisco or something. Uh, this Jeff Blackburn guy, who actually I think helped him write "Hey Hey My My," okay. Um, they got along so well; they wanted to form a band. So they got the bass player from Obi Grape and some other guy who played drums, and they formed. A, they moved to Santa Cruz, California, and they called themselves the Ducks. And. <laughs> They, they just like jammed and they wrote tunes and they all moved in together and they lived in Santa Cruz and they only played in Santa Cruz. Mostly because they just wanted to do that, but there was also legally that's the only place they could play because they all had different contracts which forbid them to tour right. with anyone else. So they played all these like shitty clubs and like VFW halls like a couple times a week in Santa Cruz and they lived there for like three or four months. Neil bought a bicycle and he would ride his bike into town every day like every day you would see neil young riding his bicycle (laughs) around santa cruz (laughs) they didn't do any promotion there was no management they would just go to the club owner and go can we play tonight and the guy would be like yeah sure come on by or bar or wherever they were playing and they would just play and he'd play like mr soul and they would play are you ready for the country he'd play neil tunes but mostly it was this jeff blackburn guy who would do most of the singing And Neil was just kind of like the guitar player.
3: What the fuck?
1: And he was just loving life. It was like this. He went back to that simple thing that we talked about. That he always talked. He had this simple life until someone broke into his house and stole a bunch of his shit. And then he was like, "I don't like living here anymore," and he (laughs) left. And that was right after Stars and Bars. No, that was right in between Stars and Bars and this album. Wow.
3: He's and he's like. Hugely famous, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. This And
1: people and people started, and that's why he wanted to leave because he thought it, it was like it was like in Rocky
2: when they start running with him when he goes on his. All the kids are chasing right, him. Right, that's like people fucking Neil's riding his bike and they're all chasing him. He's like, thanks.
3: Well, that's what I'm going to eat. Lightning. He, and he was crap saying thunder.
1: Those people were coming in, and he thinks that's one of the Neil Young fan people that broke into his house to steal uh, his stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, and yeah. so he was like, okay, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And so then that was the he end was of like, the. All ducks.
2: right, comes a time for me to leave. If you they're on YouTube, the ducks.
1: you can hear their version of um, "of uh, Are You Ready for the Country?" and there's a couple of like the instrumentals they do. There's yeah. another band called the Ducks
2: too. that's like a bluegrass band. They're really good. Duck actually. and Neil, man. Duck, Duck and Neil. Again, Jesus Christ, what a quack! Ne- uh <laughs> Yeah, whatever. All right. Uh, what do we got next? We got fucking uh, Russ, Never Sleep- Russ
1: Never Sleeps. Russ Never
3: Sleeps next. live ones. Yeah, yeah we'll. A we'll, uh, couple live yeah. ones. Yeah. So. yeah,
1: but Russ, the big one, Russ Never Sleeps, coming up next. Thank you for listening to Long May You Young. We're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, and uh, they're awesome because they're all about the music. Check out all the other podcasts on their network. They got yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts about the band about kiss they got a great his- music history podcast and uh, so yeah, check them out. check us out on uh, Instagram at long may you young same thing on Twitter. We're also uh, up on Facebook. much to the chagrin of Neil Young. We will re- our page the Long may you young page will remain on Facebook and don't forget the Neil Young subreddit. Uh, again a lot of great discussions going on there on, on Reddit. So thank you very much. You can communicate with us that way. Much like Dan Moshpit and Nails, <laughs> Dan Moshpit. and Nails Lofgren and, yeah. and all the rest of them can, uh, you know, communicate with us. Nice.
2: All right. Yeah, all thanks. right. We love yous.
3: Yeah. Thank you. Night, night, youngsters. Jesus. That's weird.
0: What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat?
4: Were they shop? Were they shot?
0: Would you kill?
4: My mom is dead.
0: My mom and my there. From airship